The following is a special presentation of WRFH Sports. First and 10 at the 25 in Dragon Territory. Then two wideouts to his left, two to his right. As I say it, a live a crossing pattern on the right side. He was going right to the post, and nobody was anywhere near him. That's a touchdown, and this is a tie ball game now. Touchdown for the Hillsdale Chargers. Are you ready? Hillsdale Charger football on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM starts now. Hello and welcome to Frank Muddy Waters Stadium where we have the Hillsdale Chargers facing off against the Missouri S&T Miners. We have Christian Peck Dimmitt alongside Sophia Pierce and we have a homecoming football game for you here on the campus of Hillsdale College. We're excited. We're 0-3, hoping for uh, the first win of the season. Uh, what are you looking for the Chargers to do uh, to kind of set the tone early, Sophia? Uh, I think we need to come out aggressively. You know, Missouri S&T is coming off a overtime win from last week, and uh, we're coming off a tough loss. Uh, we do have Luke Keller back from an unfortunate COVID um, sickness from this last week, but hopefully this week um, he'll be back and ready to get us going this homecoming game. Of course, we are also going to see uh, what I hope is for the entirety of the game, Luke Keller playing behind a healthy offensive line for the very first time this season. Uh, That first game, his starting left tackle, Ben Gino, was out with COVID, of course, also out the second game with COVID. And then Luke Keller missed uh, this last game against Truman Game 3, which ended in a loss as well. I think playing that that left tackle spot, of course, one of the most important positions in football, one of the most important on the line, it really did cause Keller to really have to hurry, especially in that Indianapolis game. And a lot of those sacks, I think three of the four they took in that game did come from the left side of the line. And I think it's going to be really important for him to have just that little extra second in the pocket. Yeah, I agree. And despite the loss against UND, we really, at the end, pulled it together some. And it was starting to look up, but it was just too late in the game. So uh, with Ben Gino back, hopefully uh, we won't see as much as that of that this time. But um, we'll have to see. We're happy he's back and healthy. I completely agree. And we do have uh, some interviews with the players prior to kickoff here that we're, that we're going to roll for you right now. You are listening to Life Behind the X's and O's with Julius Graber and Garrett Eisen. Uh, today we will be interviewing number 92, Nate Chambers. Nate, thank you for being here today. Sure thing. Thanks for having me. All right. A uh, couple questions for you, Nate. Uh, we're just wondering, like, where are you from? What were your What was the name of your high school? What's your major? Just some background information. Sure. So I'm from Kalamazoo, Michigan. I went to Otsego High School. I am a financial management major. And, uh, yeah. Nate, uh, we want to ask a few questions going a little bit deeper than just a football field, um, but digging into your life as well. Um, one of the first questions that I want to ask you, though, uh, does pertain to football, and that is what age did you begin playing football at? So the first year I played, I was in third grade, and I actually didn't like getting hit, so I didn't play again until sixth grade. <laughs> Fun fact. So 
did you always play defensive line when you were playing football or did you play any other positions? Uh, when I initially played, I was both O-line and D-line. And then puberty did me a favor and I uh, got longer and quicker or faster than most kids. So I started playing like wide receiver and tight end, but still played primarily de- like defensive end. That, Yeah. Did you happen to play uh, receiver in high school as well? or? Yeah, I played uh, wide receiver up until my senior year. Senior year, I was primarily a tight end. We ch- uh, switched our offense up, but I still like would uh, line up uh, uh, wide. That is definitely an interesting fact that I did not know about you, so that's pretty cool. Um, so then we wanted to ask you as well, uh, going kind of into the career side, what was your first job? So the summer going into my senior year, I worked on some land at a family friend's house. He owns a few acres that he rents out to local farmers. And I would just, you know, mow the lawn, weed whack, uh, uh, trim hedges, you know, stuff like that. Sounds like uh, Garrett Ison's type of job. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Nate, being a defense lineman, you probably – Probably got to eat a lot. We're just wondering, like, what your normal meals kind of look like. So now being older and understanding that there is a way to put on good weight without just eating everything in sight, I uh, started to really focus on, like, increasing my protein intake, knowing that eating that way, the calories will come. Instead of thinking calories first, think protein first. So eating a lot more meat seafood, things like that, and more frequently. So in the summer, uh, in the height of off-season training, I was eating meat or seafood um, like five to six times a day. Well, the dietary habits have definitely shown up on the field for you, and uh, I'm sure Coach Mitch appreciates the clean eating as well. Um, So, Nate, uh, something else that we wanted to talk about, you happen to be a bit of a singer, um, could you tell us a bit about that when you got into it? Yeah, so I actually got into it pretty late. Um, outside of uh, some church singing, I didn't get into choir until uh, my junior year of high school. Uh, just a couple friends like overheard me singing, and you know my parents uh, encouraging me to actually you know just try it out, and you know I, I did. Like, I wasn't worried about the social suggestions i guess and you know i ended up being one of the greatest decisions of my young life probably should have done it sooner and the group that you're a part of happened to be the chamber choir is that correct (laughs) yeah so the chamber choir is uh the advanced one do a lot more advanced um music pieces um you know four part you know uh soprano alto tenor bass and yeah a fitting group for nate chambers indeed (laughs) Nate, I always had a question. Like, if Coach Otter asked you to sing the national anthem before the game, would you do it? Yeah, I've actually done it twice my senior year of high school. During a, I, I ran track, and a couple times before meets, uh, they asked me to do it. And, yeah, it was a pretty cool experience. I'd do it again. All right, I think we have time for one more question for you, Nate. Um, I wanted to ask who your biggest fan is. That's tough. Can I give you two? You go for it. All right. So my youngest brother, Andrew, he's 16, and I'd say um, I, I've done my best to be a, a good mentor to him 
And um, and then my my little cousin Antoine, he's eight, but <laughs> I like to mess with him a lot and uh, like to put a smile on his face. So I'd say those two are my biggest fans. A good role model to look up to indeed. Well, we thank you for your time, Nate. We appreciate you being here. Um, Garrett, any final remarks? No, good luck on the field and roll chargers. Thank you for tuning in to listen to this episode of Behind the X's and O's with Julius Grabert and Garrett Eisen, and we appreciate you listening to support Hillsdale Chargers. Performed by Hillsdale College Senior, Rihanna We are back in Frank Muddy Waters Stadium, and we are going to go silent for the national anthem. anthem being performed here in Frank Muddy Waters Stadium where we have again the Missouri S&T Miners facing off against your home Hillsdale Charger football team who is 0-3 looking for the first win of the season. We have Sophia Pierce alongside Christian Peck Dimmitt and it is homecoming here in Hillsdale. Not only that but our starting quarterback Luke Keller who missed last week's game against Truman with a positive COVID test is back on the field. His first time playing with a fully healthy offensive line this season. Not only that Kyle Kudla, starting middle linebacker, is also back on the field for the Chargers after, similarly, a positive COVID test. And we do have our captains for both teams meeting at center field as we speak. And I think I think one of the keys, I don't know about you, Sophia, but I'm, I'm looking to the Chargers really step it up this game. Yeah, you know, Luke Keller uh, leads with the rushing yards, and so we haven't been able to get the triple digits yet in a game, so hopefully with him back and healthy, we might be able to see that. I'm not sure how exactly COVID's uh, affected his stamina so far, but hopefully we can see him in uh, peak form this homecoming game. That's absolutely right. Our three games so far against Michigan Tech, Indianapolis, and as I said, against Truman, our third game, our rushing numbers total have been 70, 59, and 84. On top of that, our yards per game, per yards, uh, uh, yard rush per game, 
2.6 is the highest we've had in a single game so far. We just can't hope to win a football game unless that gets better. And as uh, Sophia said, a lot of the pressure has been on Luke Keller's shoulders so far this season. He is an incredible dual-threat quarterback, but he's got to carry a lot more of this offense than perhaps he should. Yeah, I agree. And while uh, certainly the offense is important, just as important as the defense uh, in this game, and really looking for Alex Anschutz to continue having a stellar season as he's been having uh, here in his last season. I know he's currently leading the GMAC and fifth nationally in tackles with 36 through three games. So looking to see him continue his streak of having a, a great few games. I completely agree, and I think part of the trouble is we do need to see an improved run defense as well because second in that GMAC standing in total tackles is Zach Herzog, which is incredible to have two chargers at one and two, but they are he is a strong safety, and anytime you've got someone in the secondary picking up that many tackles, it just speaks to how porous our run defense has been. Uh, I think that's something we absolutely have to improve uh, as the Chargers look to win our very first game of the season. Completely agree. Here comes Julian Lee, number 90, out to attempt, not attempt, uh, kick off this homecoming game. The kick is up and received at the 5 to the 10, breaking to the right. Finds a hole, cuts to the left, to the 35, to the 40. The 45, 50, he's got one man to beat. It's the kicker, Julian Lee. He does, down to the 25, to the 20, 10, pushed out at about the 9-yard line. Man, that is a great run for Missouri S&T, but, I mean, it's exactly how we just talked about. They really need to stop letting those go. That's, that's a hard thing to come back from starting right off the kick. It really is a tough way to set the tone for this Chargers defense who is now in what is a very tough position. You can't have the first game, first play of the game being goal to go, but that is what the Chargers have. Now, I think the key here is kind of bend, don't break. They didn't really do much bending to get in this position, the defense, but it's time not to break so soon, and uh, they got to stand them up here. Obviously, of course, already inside the 10. They are going to line up almost exactly at that 10-yard line. Yep, the defense here needs to be really solid for this to work. Hertzler in the pistol. The handoff and gain of two over to the left side. That was, I believe, Aaron Moya, number 29, getting the first look at tailback. What do you like from the run defense so far? That was a good stop to start the game. Yeah, that was a great stop there. They just need to do it a couple more times to stop that touchdown from getting in. Now, I got to say, the uh, the white jerseys, the uh, the light numbers on the back, making it a little tough to see, tough to see the numbers up here from the press box. But we've got pistol again. Hertzler drops back, looking right. Runs out of time, nearly tackled, slips away, gets down to the seven or so, and it's going to be a quick third down. More good defense from the Chargers. That's great defense from the Chargers. Now, if we can keep this up and hopefully not let another run like how we just kicked off, we should be set to go for this game. And we talked about him pregame, but he showed himself pretty quickly right there. Kyle Kudluk coming in from his middle linebacker position, pushed the left side of that line, really made Hertzler have to step up and, of course, only take a yard or so out of that play. Again from the pistol, tight end in motion. 
Quick little handoff. There goes Moya. A good stop by the Chargers defense down at the six, and they are going to force a quick punt from the Miners. Great defense seat from the Chargers just then. That's why we need to keep up all game. My apologies, not a punt. They are, of course, at the six, and it is going to be a field goal attempt. It looks like, I believe, yes, Zach Lees is out there to attempt our very first points of the game, and the Chargers stand strong after uh, some tough special teams play. The kick is up. And it is good right through the uprights, much to the chagrin of all the Simpsonites standing over in the crowd. You could hear them chanting wide left as they love to do. We have a quite interesting Charger crowd here. Not the uh, the heckles you'll usually get at state school games. A lot more of uh, comparing SAT scores and GPAs than, you know, telling them how bad they are. Yeah, you know, Hillsdale students may not know much about sports, but they certainly do know a lot about their academics. So if you're not looking for much uh, trash talk on the field about a sport, you can certainly see it about things of more importance like SAT scores. I'll tell you what, I've spent a couple games up in that crowd, and uh, comparing graduation rates and acceptance rates is, is the go-to, I think, insult, so to speak, for our Charger fans. And it is a hoot to be in there. <laughs> <laughs> of course, and here comes out Zach Lease, fresh off of adding three points on the board for the Miners, ready to kick off. <laughs> They're chanting kick the ball now. That is just what he does. Back to receive is Josh Peroni. Peroni to the 20, to the 25. He's got a hole up to the 30. Drags defenders to the 40. Great special teams play, perhaps making up for a, uh, a tough play on the other end. Yeah, if you're Hillsdale and how uh, the kickoff started, you got to be happy with that field goal. And then to see Josh Peroni run like that, it couldn't get better from how it first started. Absolutely. We have a lot of dynamic playmakers on this Chargers team, especially on the offense. Hopefully we're about to see them in action. We had, of course, uh, backup quarterback Jake Berger last week and now Luke Keller back in that starting position in the gun. Motion from the left to the right. Two receivers, one left, one right. Fakes the handoff. Tipped at the line. Nearly intercepted. My goodness. Quick play action on the first play and a batted ball at the line right off the bat. Yeah, our offensive line needs to toughen up there. That was hardly any time for Keller to even throw the football there. I mean, better than an interception, which a lot of tip balls can turn into. I know we're picking poisons there with that. Uh, we do have Jack Robinson in the pistol. Now two receivers right. Motion Foose from the left. There's a handoff off the left side in between the guards. Pushes forward for about eight yards. We're looking at third and two and a great second down run from Jack Robinson, the very first run of the game for the Chargers. Yeah, that was a great run. Great run for sure. And that's something that we haven't seen a whole lot of. We talked about setting the tone early with the Chargers, and we really do love to see the offensive line pushing up, getting those secondary blocks. Four receivers spread out, two to his left, two to his right. We've got Robinson in the gun. A motion to the right side, and there goes Keller. Picks up the first down himself, a strong play. You see a lot of those quarterback options out of Keller. Loves to use his legs. He certainly does, and it's no question why he leads in rushing yards on this team. 
And we have the very first homecoming first down for the home Chargers, and the crowd is loving it. Lined up again, Tesla far out to his right, Austin Williams to his left, and again, Robinson from the gun. Motion from the tight end spot over to the right side. Fakes the handoff. Immediately, Matt slips a tackle and picks up two. Only two yards from Keller there, but man, that could have been a whole lot worse. Almost immediately after the play fake, he had two miners deep in the backfield, jumped him. All he did was duck under and pick up a yard. Yeah, that was great toughness from Keller to even gain two yards on that play. Now we have a second down and nine after what could have been disastrous. Tesla in motion. Now he's behind that left guard. The handoff to Foos. Foos is going to push forward for about four yards. Good, strong running. That was a good run from Foos. He definitely got through that defense there. Only to be stopped, but it was a great run to begin with. And now we have our second third down of the game for the Chargers. This one's going to be just a little bit under four, five yards, about four, uh, third and four and a half. And we have Tesla out to the left. Next to him, Alex Foos, usually a running back, this time lined up in the slot. Jack Robinson in the gun to Keller's left. Motion, Foos is now on the right side of the formation, drops back to pass. Keller batted ball again. My goodness, that offensive line has got to keep the DB's hands down. That could have been disastrous again. It definitely could have been, and I'm sure Keller's feeling the frustration, but it is early, and that offensive line just needs to toughen up here. And we have our very first punt of the game from the Chargers. They did pick up just one first down, and the drive stalled after that. We've got fourth and four now, and deep in that backfield is Jack Shannon ready to punt the ball away. Good punt. It's going to take a bounce at the 10 and roll out at the 9-yard line. Excellent low punt from Jack Shannon. Great punt. You couldn't ask for anything better from Shannon. And in that Indianapolis game, and actually in the first game of the season, Michigan Tech as well, Shannon was actually out. This is very interesting. It was a COVID uh, positive. And Luke Keller, of course our starting quarterback, was also punting for the Chargers. His freshman year, he was uh, the freshman of the year as a quarterback, of course, but also as a punter, and he actually showed his skills in that Indianapolis game. We had two punts down inside the two-yard line, and we're glad to have Jack Shannon back, of course. Hertzler now has motion. He's got three receivers to his left. Drops back, looks over to the left side. There's a catch and an immediate tackle. What a great play from Kyle Kudla, making his presence felt right off the bat. And that's what they were missing last game. I'm sure they're extremely happy to have Kudla back, especially on plays like those. Of course, he is kind of the heart and soul, as most middle linebackers are, of that defense. And missing him was a big blow. Of course, they did give up 38 points against Truman last game with him out. There's a jet sweep. What an incredible tackle. My goodness, Kendall Tobin, deep in the backfield, wraps up a, uh, who is that, Tate Nickelberry, who was coming around for an end around and just taken down uh, by his shoulder pads down at the five-yard line, a loss of four, and all of a sudden we have a very long third down, third and 14 set up here for the Miners. 
Hertzler in the gun. He's got McAllister to his left. Takes the snap, looks left, finds a receiver complete, but he's only going to pick up about six yards. That's going to leave fourth and nine and another good, strong stop from the Chargers. And that's incredible defense that we need to continue to see throughout this whole game. That's really what we've been missing here, and that just goes to show the toughness from the team. Of course, and obviously it looks a little tougher on the scoreboard giving up three points so early, but really that was not on the defense at all, of course. A little special teams bluff there giving up such a long run. Back to receive the punt is Jack Robinson. He's going to field it at the 48. Hesitates, now goes to his right. Can't find a block, and he's only going to get it to the 46 or so, which is where the Chargers will set up with incredible field position, of course, already in Miners territory. Now we've got our second drive of the game. Points on the board for the Miners. 3-0 to zero for the Chargers. Let's try to tack some on. Of course, we did pick up a first down last, uh, last drive out, but really stalled out after that. Under the gun is Keller. He's got Robinson deep in the backfield. Tesla in motion behind him. Strong jumbo package gives to Robinson out over the right end. Makes a move to the 40, down to the 45. He's going to pick up 11 yards and a Charger first down. What a great run to get that first down. That's exactly what we needed for offense. You know, I'm not saying that Otterbein needs us down on the field, but I think I think we stressed the run game pregame, and it's showing out here for the Chargers early. Down to the 30, uh, rather the 34, and... The Chargers have a first down early. Williams and Tesla both spread out wide. Two Kellers left. He's got Robinson again in the backfield. In the gun, he rolls left. Immediately swings it over to... Oh, Williams slipped right as he made the catch. Picks up about three yards. He smacks the ground a little bit there. Was hoping he could pick up more, but just lost his footing. A substitution here for the Chargers. Alex Foose in for Jack Robinson. They don't really have, obviously, Robinson is their starter, but not not a clear favorite in that backfield. They do like to switch him around a little bit. And oddly enough, Foose actually has been lining up in uh, the slot receiver position more than he has in the backfield this game. A draw play from Keller. Picks up six yards. Real solid running. They love that power option from him and he just went right downhill off the left guard, and it's going to be third and two for the Chargers. Yeah, he really has not looked like he's missed a beat since uh, COVID's hit, and that's really great to see. We need to continue to see that. You know what? I was kind of wondering because, of course, COVID can really mess with your stamina, your breathing. It doesn't look like it's hurting him at all out there early. It does not, and especially with a game this high intensity, it can really look to hurt an individual with breathing and everything of that sort, and it's really good to see that uh, he hasn't skipped a beat. Of course, now Yosef Hissam in the backfield this time, and he is going to get the ball over the right guard. Man, he slipped through that initial contact and was, oh man, I believe able to pick up the first down, but he's going to be right on that line. The 24 is good enough for a first down, and oh man, tough spot from the officials there. It looks like they're giving him the 25. And I do wonder, it looks like the offense is staying on the field fourth and probably about two feet now. The Chargers are going to go for it. 
big, strong jumbo package and two men in the backfield eye formation. Robinson, it's not even going to get to Robinson. Keller takes it himself, picks up well more than enough for a first down. Full three yards there, but a flag is down on the field. And the Chargers are cheering. They're clapping. I'm pretty sure they know it's against the Miners here. Let's wait for the call here. And it is going to be an offsides call, a jump, but it doesn't even matter because the Chargers do pick up a first down. Five yards. They're going to take the five yards instead of the uh, three that they picked up. And all of a sudden, in the red zone, just inside of that 20-yard line are the Chargers now. Very interesting formation. Tyler Williams over to the right. The give to Robinson. Keller's out there ahead to block. And a solid pick of about four yards. Keller was through that hole before Robinson was throwing blocks with that shoulder. He really has not missed a beat at all throwing his body around. He really has not. We're not seeing any timidness from him, which is great to see. Of course, that is just hard-nosed football right there. I almost said hard-nosed basketball. Uh, Austin Williams over spread out left. He's got two receivers to his right. This time, Robinson spread out as a slot receiver. Motion over to the right. There's the give to Harding. Harding puts his shoulder down and picks up a first down into the nine-yard line. And another first down, this time goal to go for the Chargers. That's really what you want to see from him. He really just lowered his shoulder and went into him. He was not afraid of that contact at all. That is the first catch we have seen so far today from our tight end, Michael Harding. And just when we needed it, picks up a first down for the Chargers. Another jumbo package here, an extra offensive lineman in. And whistles the give is to Jack Robinson. He's real mad because he had a big old hole off to that left side. But a flag is down. The official stopped the play. And as I'm sure you can hear, it is a false start call against the Chargers. And that's going to back them up, of course, now. First, I believe, yeah, it's a redo of downs. They're going to be lined up at the 14, rather the 13-yard line. And they've got 13 to go to that end zone. Williams to his right, Tesla to his left, and here's Keller from the gun. Robinson lined up in the right. The give to Tesla. Slant route. Touchdown. House call for Isaac Tesla, and that is the first touchdown of the game and the first points for the Chargers, who go up 6-0, over, 6-0 over the Missouri S&T Miners. And you can see everybody on this Chargers football team is just high energy, so excited. They just scored. That was a great pass and a great receive. It really was perfectly in motion. And here is Julian Lee out to add the extra point for the Chargers. The snap is good. The hold good. Kick also good. 7-3 to three now are your Hillsdale Chargers leading by four points. We have four minutes and 23 seconds left in the first quarter that has really seemed to whiz by so far. You know, 
know, I really liked how well the Chargers seemed to spread the ball around on that play, on that drive as a whole. Of course, Williams caught a pass, Harden caught a pass, and as we just saw, Isaac Tesla, a beautiful slant route from that left side for the touchdown. We also saw, I believe, Foose and Robinson both get gives from the backfield as well as well as Yosef Hissam. The, the offense is really working to get everyone involved so far. Exactly, and that just really keeps the defense on their toes every play. And Julian Lee, fresh off that extra point kick, is now ready to send it deep for the Chargers. And it's looking like it is uh, Chase Cole back to receive for the um, for the Miners, rather, uh, Cameron Crum- Clemens. Oh, little squ- you know, high kick down to the 25, and that's right where he gets it. Man, down to the 45, a good return, and it looked like almost a late hit there from Kudla, who pushed him out of bounds. It's a very interesting kick. I think they didn't, were, were kind of fearing a longer return. He fielded that ball at about the 20-yard line. It was definitely a short kick, and you know what? For all it's worth, they did get as far as they did last time, so that's all you can really ask for. I think Chargers. I think that's a little bit of a low bar. Uh, of course, the Miners got it all the way down to, was it the 9-yard line on the very first play of the game? A tough way to start, but the best field position, oddly enough, for this Chargers defense so far. Here comes Hertzler jogging out. They have not picked up a first down so far this game, of course, outside of that uh, touchdown on the very first play of the game. Oh, hits a receiver in stride, in motion. Great catch from Breon Mitchell. That was a great catch right between two Chargers defenders. He was bracketed over the top, and yet still, you know, that was just a beautiful ball from Hertzler. He's got three receivers, two receivers and a tight end spread out to his left. And a tailback in behind him, Peyton McKissler. The give is, oh my goodness, what a great tackle. Linebackers are flying around on this field for the Chargers. That was Jonathan Burton in from his left guard position, or left uh, linebacker position rather, deep in that backfield. And a big loss here of about three yards for the Miners. McAllister again in that backfield. Hertzler's run nearly every play of this game from the gun. Motion left to the right side. The give. uh, A play fake and again down the middle. A great catch. I believe that was Breon Mitchell again over the middle. Excuse me, Josh Brown actually. And another first down for the Miners. This offense is getting going early and the Chargers have given up two straight tough passes of course bracketed in the middle by a a tackle for loss by Burton Hertzler wants McAllister to his left now play fake again looking left looking long to the end zone Mitchell a touchdown the Miners strike early and they strike quick and that was an incredible deep bomb right over the middle about 30 yards for a touchdown perfectly placed and Mitchell just went up and got it it's an incredible answer to the last touchdown the Chargers just scored really seems like passing here is what's working for the Miners as opposed to running it of course only one running play on that drive and it did go for a loss 
but didn't really seem to matter. The extra point now is up, and this one is good. The first extra point of the game for the Miners. Zach Gleese now puts the Miners up 10-7, to and after putting together a very good drive that the Chargers offense did, they're all of a sudden finding themselves down again. They're going to need to answer for uh, some lackluster defense from the Chargers. Yeah, I think to really get them going is uh, this next offensive play for them is going to really be uh, what sets the tone for them. Uh, we're getting close to the end of the first quarter here, so especially going into that second quarter, it'll really set the tone. I absolutely agree, and I think we're going to have to see more spreading the ball around. That's exactly what worked for Keller and the Chargers offense on that touchdown drive just a moment ago. And I think it's all they can because Tesla in that Indianapolis game really was carrying the load. They're going to need to do keep doing what they're doing. Now, Gleese, again, just after kicking an extra point, is now lined up for the kickoff. And there is the boot deep back to receive number eight, Josh Peroni. Slips a tackle and dives ahead to the 21-yard line. Got tripped up. Looks like he could have picked up perhaps a couple more, but just a shoelace tackle there by the Miners. Down 7-10. The Chargers are looking to answer a quick touchdown drive from the Missouri S&T Miners. Keller, under the gun, he's got deep back behind him in the backfield, Jack Robinson. The give is to Robinson, who hesitates, goes over the right guard, and is not going to find anything. A staunch stand-up from the Miners' defense, and I believe it is going to be a gain of maybe about a half yard at most. Oh, not bad. Uh, Good spot of about a full yard for the Chargers there. There, you'll take what you can get. And second and nine, the Chargers are working with now. He's got three receivers to his left. Motion now, Foose is in the backfield. From the gun, a power motion again. There goes Keller, but he's going to be stopped just like Jack Robinson. He's not going to pick up more than a yard himself. And all of a sudden, we have a third and nine here for the Chargers. I love the aggressiveness from Otterbein, but I really would have loved to see going back to some of the short out routes and the passing that got them that touchdown just a moment ago. Yeah, and I think that's what he needs to look towards, especially now. I mean, two yards is uh, not going to get them another first down. Motion from Harding. Deep back is Keller. Slips a tackle. Oh, and gets hit hard in the backfield. He's going to give up a sack. And fourth down, a quick three and out from the Miners' defense. And the Chargers are going to punt the ball away. Certainly not what the Chargers were looking for, but um, really going to have to toughen out here. You got to recover. You can't give up a touchdown, you know, every drive and expect to win. And I think the defense really needs to prove that here. They usually do a good job of bending and not breaking, but they broke all the way last time. Shannon deep in the backfield, ready to punt on fourth and 11. A good, strong line drive. Picked up off the bounce. 
Here come the Miners and good field coverage from the Chargers down at the 48, only of gain of about five yards on the return. That was Cameron Clemens on the punt return. Did a solid job, but just more good tackling from the Chargers. And we're going to really need this defense to step up right now. I don't think the Miners need any more momentum than they have. Here's Hertzler. He's got two receivers to his right, one to his left. McAllister in the backfield with him. The give is to McAllister off the left end, picks up a couple, throws his shoulder into a charger, and he's going to pick up about five yards before he's forced out of bounds. Number 74 from Missouri S&T must go out for one play for helmet off by rule. And as you just heard, an offensive lineman for the Miners lost his helmet. Of course, in college, if you lose your helmet during a play, just for safety reasons, you have to sit out for one play. And I believe it is Aaron Moya, the leading rusher uh, per game for the Miners in the backfield. He's going to get the give, a fake end around, a toss. And here go the Miners down to the 40, to the 45, down to the 30 before they're tackled. A great little trick play. Flipped it to his receiver. I believe that was Josh Brown who grabbed it on the flip from Aaron Moya and took it for a full 20 yards and, of course, a minor first down. That was a great trick play that our defense just wasn't quite ready for in that moment. No, that whole defense was shifting right with, of course, Moya, who was moving right, and that is the end of the first quarter. This has been Christian Pack-Dimmitt and Sophia Pierce at Frank <coughs> Muddy Water Stadium, and we are going to step away for a moment. Hi, I'm Hadley, a student at Hillsdale College. Here is President of Hillsdale College, Dr. Larry Arn, on the great principle of equality set forth by the Declaration of Independence. The great Abraham Lincoln described the Constitution as a picture or frame of silver built to guard or protect an apple of gold. This apple of gold was the Declaration of Independence and its principle of equal rights for all. This principle of equal rights, Lincoln said, clears the path for all, gives hope to all, and by consequence, enterprise and industry to all. There are many today who seek to limit or distort this great principle by employing a distorted definition of equality, an equality of condition or outcome, regardless how people live their lives. This distortion, if generally accepted, will lead to an America less prosperous and less free. This Constitution Minute was brought to you by Hillsdale College. To receive a free pocket constitution and declaration, go to constitutionminute.com. A flip of the field here at the start of the second quarter. Sophia Pierce and Christian Peck Dimmitt calling the Missouri S&T Miners versus the Hillsdale Chargers on the Hillsdale Chargers home field, Frank Muddy Waters Stadium. And the Miners currently have it at the 29-yard line. It is first and 10 after a trick play. The fakes to give is Hertzler inside to Brown. A good catch, and he's going to pick up about eight or so yards, depending on the spot, and that is going to be second and 10. That is Breon Mitchell, rather, with the catch number 11. Again, these white jerseys and very light numbers. It is rather hard to see. Uh, you know, right on the catch. Uh, I will do my very best to get you the numbers right after the play. Hertzler, again, he's got 
Five out wide to his left. He get the gives to Moya. Breaks through that first line of defense and all the way into the end zone goes Moya. A 20-yard touchdown from the Miners. And they struck early in the second quarter just as they struck early in the first. And that is six points tacked on for Missouri S&T. You know, he just found the holes in the defense and quick enough to get through them. That's it's, hard to beat. It's tough. They have, obviously, very dynamic players on the outside, and when you spread four receivers wide like that, there's going to be a lot more room up the middle to run. Nearly blocked, but Chase Zach Gleese actually gets it off, and that is his second extra point kick of the game. He is two of two, and now the Missouri S&T Miners are up 17-7 over the Chargers. And it seems like it was just one stalled drive for the Chargers, and all of a sudden they find themselves down 10. What do they need to do to get back into this game? They just got to stand tough, got to get the defense to be tougher, the O-line tougher. But you see uh, Coach Ottoman talking to this team here now uh, as they're about to receive the punt and, you know, hope they can get a good run out of this. I think that's exactly right, is they need to just stand tough. In a lot of these games, they've taken very hard initial punches from some very good teams and they've ended up fighting back and really making a lot of these games close they've never really given up especially in the fourth quarter when it maybe seems lost and i think they need to do that right now kind of test their metal a little bit they're only down 10 and there is plenty of time left in this game i agree and it needs to be earlier that they get tougher uh, it can't be the fourth quarter this time a deep kick this time from the Miners, and it does land just at that end zone line, and it is going to be lined up at the 25-yard line for the Chargers to start their offense. It is usually Peroni back there receiving kicks. It was this time, but that kick was just too low, and... Not really a chance to field it. I think maybe that was the idea from the Miners. And we've got Keller and that Chargers offense out on the field. Foose lined up in the slot. Two receivers to his right. That's the way that Keller's going to roll and throw. Tesla tiptoes inbounds. A great catch. They're going to spot him for a five-yard gain. Second and five. A great tiptoe from him there. Incredible throw. And on the move like that, of course, he was rolling right. He is a right-handed passer, but those are still very tough to make. And, of course, a very tough catch on the other end as well. From the gun again, Robinson to his left. Rolls left this time and looks to run. Throws his shoulder into defenders and picks up 10 yards. And a charger first down. Luke Keller making his presence felt in the second quarter. That's the momentum and toughness we need. He just bolted right through him there. And that's something we'd really like to keep seeing here. He is just an aggressive player, whether he's throwing the ball or running it. A great dual threat. And it really gives a dynamicness, another kind of third level to this offense that they really need right now and he is under center at the moment deep back is Yosef Hissom motion from Tesla to the left and now he stands behind that guard the give to Hissom gonna throw his shoulder in and I think roll over his defender for a gain of one Hissom more of the fullback for the Chargers here and that's really what they bring him in for when they need kind of those tough yards it was kind of wondering why they give it to him on first and ten Usually he's kind of a, uh, a third and two. He picked up a third and two 
in uh, the first quarter. He's kind of the short yardage back. He is also a great blocking back, and it looks like that's what they're going to use him for here to the left of Keller in the gun. And he is blocking, and there goes Keller off the left side of the line, throws his shoulder, sheds tacklers, and picks up seven yards. And that's exactly the strength that he possesses here. Just seeing him even keep running after he's got people on him, it's just incredible. There's only so many ways you can say it. This is a strong dude, and this is a guy who's going to throw his shoulder into players when he needs those extra yards. Not something you see from a lot of quarterbacks, especially someone so key to their team. Bunch formation, two receivers to his left, Tesla out to his right. And there's the give to Robinson who takes it across the, oh my goodness, stood up, still tries running, and he's going to get dragged down. Forward momentum's, I think, going to get him back to the line of scrimmage. But that is going to bring up fourth down and a punt from Julian Lee as Keller and that offense jogs off the field. It looks like Robinson had a hole for a moment there, and it just closed very quickly. This is the last thing I think the Chargers want to do is punt back to a red-hot offense for the Miners. There is the snap, the punt, and it is a good long one and a fair catch down at, I believe, just outside of the 15, maybe the 16-yard line for the Miners. A good, strong kick from Jack Shannon, who they are loving having back in his second game here this season. Now, at the same time here for the Chargers, this is a chance for this defense to step up. It is a great, we talk about opportunities for this offense to get back into the game. This is an opportunity for the defense to help them. Hertzler in the gun. He motions the receiver out. Now he's got three to his right, one to his left. Fumbles the snap, picks it up, launches it down the center of the field, and what a great catch. Rolling over for about 20 yards is Breon Mitchell, who has been tearing up this Chargers secondary. Beginning of that play is exactly what the Chargers wanted to see. Fortunately, it didn't end the way we wanted it. What poise from Hertzler to, you know, see the ball hit the turf and pick it up and keep his eyes downfield like that. Two receivers to his left. He's motioning. There, uh, maybe a receiver was lined up offsides. It looks like he was, but not anymore. Motion now. He's got two to his right. A fakes the give. Right up the seam is a tight end. 20 yards down to the 30, inside to the 26. My goodness. What a greatly designed play. A little fake end around. And right up the seam went number 48. And an incredible pickup of about 35 yards. An incredible catch. And feel the Charger defense right here and right now is where you need to get those stops. Ryan Langford, he's actually their backup tight end. Came in for a great play, and there's a great play from the Chargers defensive line. Loss of three on the play. Moya is stood up. Looked like that was Nate Chambers there. That was incredible. That was exactly what they needed in that moment. Now the Miners are faced with a second, and they are going to give forward momentum two yards on the loss, so second and 12. Moya stays in the game. He's to the right in the gun. Three receivers, two Hertzler's right, one to his left. 
Motion now. Moya's on Hertzler's left. Looking long to the end zone. Touchdown again for the Miners. The air attack has been incredible in stomping into the end zone. Goes number 13, Tate Nickelberry, who just made an incredible play. Some great coverage over the top by the Chargers, and he just went up and took it. It was an incredible catch, an incredible catch. And just what the Chargers did not want to see, and all of a sudden it is 23-7. to I believe we have... That's Josh Peroni, who's being walked off the field. Perhaps concussion protocol. He looks a little woozy right now. A trainer is tending to him at the moment. Some worried teammates talking to him on the sideline as the extra point is up. And Gleese looks good. We will give you an update, perhaps on Peroni, later in the game. Hopefully he's okay. That's going to be a sore loss for the Chargers here. Of course, their punt returner and often their kick returner as well. And they they would have loved to see a, you know, a return here from him right now, but it is instead Alex Foose deep back to return along with Jack Robinson. They do usually have two returners back there, and the Miners are up 24-7 now. The Chargers need to answer 21 straight points from the Miners. Yeah, this is the moment where the Chargers really need to make something happen. Who do you think it's going to be? We have a lot of good players. Somebody's got to make a play for the Chargers. It can't just be Keller throwing his shoulder, trying to pick him up on the ground. There's a lot of capable men out there. They can get it down if they have that momentum going. Zach Gleese, deep boot. My goodness. Five yards into the end zone goes Jack Robinson, who is going to need that sucker, and we are up at the 25 now. Chargers ready to start a very key drive. Opportunities uh, on the other end for the defense to step up. They couldn't get it done. Now it's on the offense who needs to pick up some points here. They haven't scored since their the very first, uh, the second rather drive that they touched the ball. You see a little bit of emotion from Coach Otterbein in directing his team here, uh, trying to get them fired up a bit. And as they usually do, an extra jumbo package here for the Chargers, and we have Williams to the left of Keller, Tesla to the right, and Keller's going to take it himself, throw his shoulder, and pick up four yards. <clears throat> a good power option from our third-year quarterback, and it's going to be second and six. I think this is a tone-setting drive here for the Chargers where they need to kind of let them know that they let the Miners know they've absorbed what is a very tough punch. From the gun to give to Robinson, he is met in the backfield immediately, and anything that Keller picked up is given right back to the Miners. All of a sudden, we've got third and ten. We got some really talented guys out there, but we got to get past uh, Keller's runs being the only thing that gets us some yards. I'm I'm surprised we didn't see a run a, uh, a pass rather on second and six. I think trying to perhaps they were listening to me a little too much and tried to set the tone with another run. Keller in the gun fakes the give, avoids a rusher off the right end. Now he's turning right, puts his head down, picks up another full twenty yards. 
Ooh, my goodness. Runs into a photographer on the sideline. Looks like she's okay. But first thing she's checking on is her camera, so I guess that means she's okay. But a charger first down. Great play from Keller. And my goodness, Keller's also injured. Yeah, it looks like Keller took a really tough fall there, I believe. Jake Berger just stepped in for him. I think he's actually still down right now. He's got a couple trainers around him. That's exactly right. He is laying on his back on the track just outside of of the field right now. I hope Keller's okay. He did take a tough hit running into a photographer there. And we have Jake Berger, who started the game uh, last week in at quarterback. Jake Berger, very capable, but if you're the Chargers, you definitely want to see Keller healthy. Oh, man, he delivered a strike right as he got hit. Tesla just couldn't, uh, you know, haul it in. Great DB work from the Miners, and it looks like Keller is still down. He's still laying on his back. He is still down. He was going full force when he was uh, pushed out of bounds, and it did not make for a graceful fall. My goodness, we are... Thoughts and prayers for him. And Berger is now out there again for the Chargers. It looks like for the remainder of this drive at the very least. Looking deep downfield on the right side. Tesla goes up and makes the grab at the 20-yard line. An incredible play. It does look like there might be a flag on the play. A great throw. Dropped it right in there to Tesla along the right side. Just outside of the numbers and a gain of about 30 yards for the Chargers. They're lined up a decline penalty, and that excellent play is going to stand. The Chargers, all of a sudden, sitting on the 20-yard line. You couldn't ask for anything more from Jake Berger just coming in cold turkey like that and replacing Keller, who's having great runs. That was an incredible throw. Keller, it looks like, is on his feet now. Uh, though I believe Berger is going to be at the very least the rest of this drive. He's under the gun now. Oh, my goodness. What an incredible hit coming directly into the backfield as a Miners linebacker who stood up Logan Van Everlock. I think think they're going to have to keep relying on Berger's arm. It's a very interesting call from Otterbein to have a cold turkey quarterback come in like that and immediately throwing deep balls. It does speak a lot to his talent, though. That last throw was... Oh. And that's going to be a false start from the Chargers now. False start. Offense number four. Five-yard pounding. Second down. All of a sudden, second and 20 after a loss of five and then giving up five on the penalty. And it does speak, uh, obviously, to the skill of Berger, but it also speaks to the confidence that his coach and his teammates have in him to run that play so quickly. Looks like the same formation, jumbo package. He's got Van Everlock in the backfield. Williams to his left, so is Tesla. He looks left, but now puts his head down and tries to pick up a couple, maybe two past the line of scrimmage, and a long third down, about third and 18 at the very best, third and 19 is what they're going to spot it as. And a stoppage of play here. I'm not sure what for the officials are discussing. 
nothing, I guess. Uh, a game clock issue. Uh, the clock had run down to 7.27. Officials wanted it at 7.30, and that's what it's going to be at. 7.20, rather. Three receivers, two of them actually listed as running backs, off two Berger's left, one to his right, which is Tesla. He takes the give, looks across the middle. A great play, not going to be enough for a first down, but a just about fourth and maybe one. And one of those running backs I talked about lined up in the slot, Alex Foose, is going to make a great bobbling catch. And they are going to bring down... Yeah, it's going to be fourth and three. I thought he was right near that line, but it is going to be Julian Lee out to attempt a field goal for the Chargers. I don't want to speak too soon here, but what a great way to get some points out of a drive that looked lost after Keller went down. It did for a moment there, but uh, Jake Berger, for as young as he is, kept his composure, and I think that really helped him there. And up and easily good. A great field goal from Julian Lee, and it wasn't a touchdown. Perhaps not what I had hoped for, uh, not what the Chargers were hoping for either, but points on the board. It stops the bleeding, and it stops what was a 21 to nothing run from the Miners. Yeah, and that's exactly what they needed. They needed to see some points go up, and uh, unfortunate that Keller got hurt, but, you know, maybe that's exactly what they needed to band together and really uh, toughen out. Incredible play from Jake Berger, who is technically a redshirt freshman here, um, just to come in there and uh, be big like that. It, it really was a big play right when they needed it, and you now you now kind of wonder we're not getting – you know, sideline reporters reporting up to us. We actually don't know Keller's current condition. It is only, I guess, here's hoping that Keller is back in the field the next drive. <coughs> Here is Julian Lee, fresh off of bringing it down to a 14-point game. Oddly lined up, not too far off the ball is Julian Lee. And that's why a squib kick down to the 30 fields it is the Miners up to the 44-yard line, maybe the stretched out to the 45. Interesting, going with the squib kicks, perhaps, perhaps not showing a lot of trust in their special teams coverage right now. And they are going to spot him. Wow, uh, up at the 46. Uh I don't know if the Chargers are too happy with that spot. I certainly am not. Uh, but here goes Hertzler. And so much has happened since the Miners have last touched the ball. Seems like an awful long time, but it's only been about three or four minutes on the game clock. We've got 6.18 left here in the first half. Hertzler gives to Moya, who lowers his shoulder and picks up a couple of yards. The Chargers now... They don't know the condition of their quarterback. They don't know the condition of this offense. But what they do know is they cannot give up another touchdown. Yeah, I think it's really important to go into halftime here in the next six minutes uh, without letting the minors score again. You would love a little bit of momentum for them. Fakes the give. Here's Hertzler rolling right. He's got pressure in the backfield. Dumps it off to Moya, who picks up about six right near that first down. A little short, but flags do fly. 
and let's wait on the call from the official. If the play stands, I believe it would be right around third and one. And looks like the ball's coming back. Maybe it is against the Miners here. We are still waiting on the call. And there we go. It is going against the Miners. A replay of second down after losing five instead of picking up seven. So a big swing here. And I think just what the Chargers defense needed, all of a sudden the Miners are behind the sticks. It's second and 11. Hertzler's got two receivers to his left, one to his right. And it looks like McAllister, who we haven't seen in a little bit, is now in the backfield with him. Drops back straight to pass. Looks long over to the right side. A good catch. Trying to spin away and does. Oh, he stepped out is Breon Mitchell. Spun past the first defender. A second one came and tackled him. The right as he's making that move, I believe he stepped out of bounds. Still picked up about six yards. Four yards, rather, actually. I'm loving that spot from the officials. Maybe giving us back a couple and it is third and six. A big, huge play. A great opportunity for the Chargers to step up. And the announcers are noticing just that, calling for the crowd to make a little bit of noise. Hertzler's got three receivers bunched out to his right. He's trying to motion to them. He does. That third receiver no longer a bunch. He is lined up now out on the numbers on the 50. Drops back, looks down the center of the field, wide open receiver, but intercepted! Overthrown by Hertzler, and an excellent grab! My goodness, what a play at this point in the game for the Chargers, and we are getting that ball back. That is incredible. Talk about momentum. That is exactly what the Chargers needed to see right now, and that is a game changer for them in terms of their energy levels. I believe that was number 36, Sam Zemus, backup free safety coming in and making what is a huge play for them right now. Down 14 doesn't look nearly as bad when you've got the ball, though we are seeing this for the very first time. Berger is back out on the field. Keller still somewhere down on that sideline. Perhaps not even there. It's possible he's in the locker room. Hopefully not, though. As a Charger fan myself, I'd love to see him back out there. But we've got Berger deep in the gun and Hissom to his right. Motion, motion from Ty Williams. The give is to Hissom, who goes over the left end, pushes through tackles, loses the football. Oh, no, it's going right back to the Miners. At least that's what they think, and that's what the officials think as well. It is Miners football at the 27 after what was a great play from Zemus to grab us that ball, immediately loses it right back, and Hissom had an excellent little run there, picked up six or seven yards, was running over tacklers, and it looks like it just popped right out of his hands. Talk about a whirlwind of emotions for Chargers and for Chargers fans there. That is hard to see. And it looks like the crowd is starting to fill up. We've got a whole bracket filled up in that student section, and they have gone just dead quiet after that turnover. Hertzler rushing right up to the line, gets his offense out nice and quick. The give, another end-around play. Here come the Miners off the left end, flipped up and down at the 15. 
My goodness, he did a flip on that. And a little bit of tussling after the play. Flags are thrown. Chargers are holding each other back. Miners are holding each other back. And this might just be going against the Chargers. Let's see what the call is. But it looks like the receiver on that end around did a flip and perhaps still landed on his feet, prompting another tackle attempt. There are two fouls in the play, one by both teams. Unsportsmanlike conduct, offense number 67. Unsportsmanlike conduct, defense number 11. Those penalties are offset. Those are both unsportsmanlike fouls number one for their players. So we do have offsetting unsportsmanlike calls. Uh, ready for first down here from just outside of that 14-yard line. And not what you want. Obviously, you get just one warning on the enforcement. Like the second one for each of those players will be an ejection. But I guess offsetting is better than losing yards on that one. Hertzler looks right. And intercepted right back into the hands of the Chargers. He's going to the 30, to the 35, 40, 50. He's got to beat just one man. He's got to do it down to the 20, 15, 10. Dives. Touchdown, Chargers. No. Down at the one inch. My goodness, what a play. Talk about another whirlwind of emotions. You have an emotional response to turning the ball over and then immediately getting an interception. Talk about momentum again. My goodness. And he made a Superman dive at that end zone and just short. I'm not, I guess if they called it short, it had to be within an inch of that goal line. Yeah, they are going to call it just short. Uh, first down, and I wonder if they'll spot this ball actually, you know, just a little bit past that end zone. Uh, but Berger is out again. Uh, just a reminder, Keller ran into a photographer after a 20-yard gain and took a very tough hit. We have not seen him back out on that field since. And we have backup quarterback Jake Berger now under center, hoping to punch this one in. Takes the snap, looks to do it himself, walks into that end zone. Touchdown, Hillsdale Chargers. All of a sudden, the momentum is back in the hands of the home team, and it is 16-24. Julian Lee is going to hope to make it 17. And that's exactly what you can hope for from the Chargers here. Four minutes left in this second quarter. It doesn't get much better than that. It really doesn't. You talk about whirlwind of emotions. It is just that. An interception, a fumble, and then an interception again, and the Chargers are on the board. Julian Lee threw both uprights, and we have a one-touchdown game. My goodness. What a play. What a drop, what a sequence of plays from both teams. And I'm just glad it ended in the Chargers' favor. It certainly did at that. And it looks like, is that Berger jogging into the end zone? Looks like, oh, he lost his towel. He's uh, the only one out on the field here for the Chargers and jogging all the way into that end zone himself. We've got the kickoff here from the Chargers. Otterbein himself is out there, along with his special teams coach, to talk to the special teams before this kickoff, perhaps about what kind of kick they're going to do. It sounds interesting talking about what kind of kick, but we did see a squib, and before that, 
kind of a pooch kick down to the 20-yard line. It, it really is a mystery what we're about to see. Uh, perhaps another squib, you kind of hope that fielding it off the bounce makes it, you actually, for sure, it does make it a lot tougher, but you hope that that ends in perhaps a fumble. It didn't last time. Perhaps we'll go with it again. Julian Lee lined up almost straight over that ball. No angle on it. Oh, just as he was about to kick it, Wynn knocks it right off. Stoppage of play. The official's going to check on that ball. They're going to set it right back up. And Lee, yeah, only about a step to the left of the ball and only about three, maybe, yeah, three and a half yards behind it. Not very much of a run-up. And it is another squib kick. This one long lands at the five rolling rolling out at the one. Oh my goodness that is not good at all for the chargers of course different from a punt if that would have been a punt rolling out at the one miners get it at the one rolls out on a kickoff that is going to be i believe up to the 35 yard line for the miners and perhaps almost perfect it was rolling almost to a dead stop and just that one extra roll got it out of bounds Free kick out of bounds. Kicking team number 90. The ball plays at 35-yard line right at first down. There are the officials to confirm that call. And all of a sudden, the Chargers have tough field position after what was almost an incredible play design. It is the 35. And the Chargers' defense, as they have been almost this entire game, are out there fully lined up well before the Miners' offense even touches the field. Now, we are going to see the Chargers' defense. You know, this is another opportunity for them. They need a flag already. A delay of game, see? There's the trouble, is when you take that long in the huddle, they just did not have enough time to line up and all of a sudden, behind the sticks on first down, the momentum really is in favor of the home team right now. The announcer confirms that it is first and 15. And we have Hertzler again. He's got two receivers out wide. They've been spreading this defense left and right an awful lot. A fake give. There it is to Moya over the right end. Push and stumbling out of bounds. I wonder where they're going to spot him. And a generous one for the Miners picked up, I believe, about eight yards on the play. My goodness, they're going to give him all the way up there, about 14 yards on the play. And all of a sudden, it's second and one. He was kind of stumbling right along that end, that, uh, end line. The give to Moya again rolls forward. Looks like he's going to have the first down, and sorry, and the miners are going to get. They're going to move the sticks, and after what was a disastrous first play, 15 yards, real quick, and they are pushing on the edge of Chargers territory. It's a quick turnaround for the miners here. Got to get that defensive toughness there. Rolling left is Hertzler, looking long over the left side couldn't track it down that was number two josh brown 
stumbling on that left sideline at about the 25-yard line. Looked like Hertzler just put a little too much on it to the outside. And to be honest with you, as a Charger fan, I'm not too mad at that because it looked like Brown might have just been able to run free for a touchdown there if he had been able to haul that one in. Yeah, Brown looked like he was nearly by himself there, so it was a good break for the Chargers with that play. Motion from the left side. The give to Moya again and deep in the backfield are the Chargers. This one is Kyle Kudla, fresh off a COVID diagnosis, right back out there and picks up a tackle for loss, three yards. I should say he had, he was positive last week. He's fine now. That sounded uh, a little different the way I said it. But all of a sudden, third and 13, it's just a couple of plays that can switch momentum for these teams. And the momentum is certainly in the the favor of this loud crowd right now. And despite Kudla's uh, diagnosis of COVID, doesn't look like he's missed a beat either uh, when he's returned and fully healthy. Hertzler looking long, pressure up the middle. He tucks it and runs, slides down, only picks up about three yards. A great stand from this Chargers defense. And we do have a stoppage of play. That is, I believe, going to be a timeout from the Chargers. First charge timeout, Hillsdale. It is Hillsdale Chargers timeout. Two minutes, nine seconds remaining. Chargers down 17 to 24, and we're going to step away for just one moment. Every Saturday morning here on Radio Free Hillsdale and every Sunday night, Hometown Heroes brings you an up-close view of history with people who lived it. No matter how big or how small your hometown might be, there are heroes around you. And if we take the time to listen, our veterans have pretty incredible stories to share. Powerful reminders of the price that's been paid for our freedom. I'm Paul Leffler, hoping you'll join me for Hometown Heroes. Saturday at 9 a.m. or Sunday at 9 p.m. right here on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. The benefits of playing multiple sports from the youth level through high school are being proven even by those who've made it to the so-called next level. More college coaches want multi-sport athletes, and nearly 90% of the players taken in the recent pro football draft played multiple sports through high school. To learn more about multi-sport participation, visit the health and safety page of the MHSAA website. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Chargers are loving that punt uh, as we come back here in Frank Muddy Waters Stadium. This is Sophia Pierce alongside Christian Peck Dimmitt. And what was decent field position as the Chargers defense got the stop turned into, oh no, where they're going to mark it. Maybe 10 yards on the punt, maybe five. Very short punt, almost directly out of bounds. It didn't, maybe he got a hand on it, but it didn't look like it got blocked at all just to tough kick uh, from the Miners punter and all of a sudden the Chargers have it at the 40 yard line Berger out there again, Keller still out of this game, the give is to Jack Robinson on the right side, he's got one man to beat, he does get tripped up and still picks up about 7, the flags do fly right at the end of that play flags from the secondary actually this will be an interesting call officials discussing Robinson had only one man to beat. He got shoelace tackled, tried to stay on his feet, still managed. Oh, and there you go, offensive holding. And that is going to 
from the spot of the foul, going to toss the Chargers back 10 yards, though it is, of course, a redo first down. I guess the holding, obviously, well, I did say the flag was thrown from the secondary. I guess that's where it happened because it is only about first and 13 for the Chargers here. Berger, again, he's got Robinson in the gun to his left, two receivers right, one left, gets the snap, looking long, sidesteps, and he is going to be taken down. Tried to sidestep a defender in the backfield, and the offensive line has not been doing Jake too many favors so far. Yeah, you got to protect the youngin out there. He just got right in there and sacked him. And real quick, up to the line again, we are ticking down under a minute 25 to play. Three receivers to his left, none to his right. In the gun again is Berger. He's got Robinson to his left, takes the snap, looks downfield, now looks to run. He does, picks up about back to the first down marker, and it is going to be first and 10, the front half of the first down marker, I should say. Um, Of course, after the sack and the penalty, it is now third and 10, despite picking up 10 yards. You know, Jake has really proven he can throw that football and throw it well and accurately. I think that's where they need to go with this one, uh, play to his strengths here. I agree. An obvious passing down, of course, at third and 10. Bunch formation to his left, one of them being a tight end. Now that tight end, Ty Williams, comes in motion. Looking long is Berger gets sacked again. My goodness, not what they wanted at all. The Chargers were really hoping to get a spark for their offense as time runs out in this first half. We are ticking below a minute, and the home team is going to have to punt the ball away. Interesting that we're not... Oh, there we go. A little late, but the Miners do call timeout. And yeah, I guess they did call it. The game clock operator did make a mistake, so back to a minute and five. I was going to say letting the clock run out. I, th- I think if I'm the Miners, I'd rather have you know one last shot at this as we tick under 70 seconds here remaining in the first half. And we are going to step away for just a moment. When radio was... J-E-L-L-O And now for the Aldridge family. Classic performers and iconic shows from a much simpler time. Listen, Vince, I, I can explain. I'm not interested, Richie. All I want is my money. When Radio Was, weeknights from 10 till midnight on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. Water Stadium, Sophia Pierce and Christian Peck Dimmitt. And the Chargers are ready to punt. There's the snap, Julian Lee, or Jack Shannon, rather. Kicks it deep, long, and the Miners field it at the 20. Cuts back at the 20, up to the 30, 35, 40. Pushed out of bounds at the 40, I want to say 44-yard line. Not what you want here from the Chargers special teams who have seemed to shine in moments this game and have seemed to struggle as well. We're down at 53 seconds remaining in the first half. And that's where we've been lacking a bit this game, I think, uh, is in the consistency. I absolutely agree. That has been a little bit of a struggle, of course, against Truman. 21 straight points in the fourth quarter, but not a lot of scoring outside of that. Only three points through three quarters. Hetzler has a man to his left, but he looks to throw instead. Finds Brown, who slips a tackle and runs forward for nine yards. 
We've got 46 seconds remaining. You wonder if they're going to take a timeout. They don't. They're rushing up to the line. And my goodness, what a spot for the Miners who somehow get the first down on a nine-yard gain. Here's Hetzler. Deep back, deep throw. Nearly intercepted. My goodness, the corner tipped it. And Herzog nearly made a play just outside of his reach. Joe Snyder coming in to tip away what would have been a sure 20-yard gain. Second and 10 now. The clock has stopped at 37 seconds. Again, the score, 17 points for your home Hillsdale Chargers, 24 for the visiting Missouri S&T Miners. Hertzler again has three receivers to his left. We've seen a lot of that formation so far today. In the gun again. Looks immediately to his right. You wonder if that hit the ground. Six-yard gain, and it seemed to kind of skip up into his hands off the turf. And there you go. The uh, the head referee comes from the secondary to make that call. The initial one was it caught past. And that is the ruling we're going to have to stick with because we do not have official review here in Frank Muddy Waters. And it is third and ten. Exactly 30 seconds left on the game clock here in the second quarter. Waiting for the call from the sideline is Hertzler and that Miners offense. They get it, and now the formation switches a little bit. Two receivers to his right, just one to his left. And Berger, rather, Hertzler is again in the gun. Right on that H logo at center field, a flip out to his right and a drop. A perfectly timed drop. There's Aaron Moya out of the backfield right through his hands, and that is just what the Chargers needed to make a stand on defense, not give up any more points before this first half going to the locker room, a one-possession game. If you know the Chargers, you're extremely happy with that play right there. Absolutely, and we have 26 seconds left. Likely not enough uh, to make any attempt at scoring here from the Chargers, uh, but we are going to have, we are going to see a punt. Perhaps this gives Foose, who is back to receive the punt, more of a you know a leash to kind of go for a turn, not call a fair catch, try to break one big play, and a stoppage and a timeout actually from the Miners. We're going to step away for just a moment. 26 seconds remaining here in the first half of Hillsdale's homecoming game. We are staying here for this timeout here in Frank Muddy Waters. And you just kind of hope, of course, that we get some health during halftime because our starting kick and punt returner, Josh Peroni, uh, injured earlier this game. And our starting quarterback, of course, Luke Keller, also injured after a sideline collision. Instead of Peroni, we have Alec Foos, our starting running back. Deep standing, his heels at the 10-yard line. Punt over on the right side. He is actually going to let that bounce out of bounds, I believe, right at the 11. Perhaps they'll give him the 12. And they're giving him the 10. Okay. Uh, Wrong with both my guesses. And the Chargers have it at the 10. And you wonder if the 
Berger and Otterbein will decide to do anything but just kneel it. Of course, only exactly 20 ticks left in this first half. And they do. They're actually in the gun. Uh, Robinson to his right. Three receivers also to the right of Berger in the formation. It's not even a run. It's a pass. A sideline sling. My goodness. Hit both hands of the DB for the Miners and fell incomplete. And that is, of course, the risk of trying to strike gold right before halftime. Nearly ended in failure. A close call for the Chargers on that one. Uh... Hoping that doesn't happen again here. No, you'd love seven points real quick with 15 seconds left, but you'd also love to kind of just take what you got and go into halftime a one-possession game when, honestly, with everything that's happened, it could be a whole lot worse. Now he's under center, motion from Ty on the right side of the formation to give right to, and he's going to lose five. My goodness, back to the five-yard line goes Logan Van Everclot. And that is going to do it for the first half. Three, two, one. And that is the end of the first half of Hillsdale's homecoming game. The Chargers at Frank Muddy Water Stadium find themselves down just seven points, 17-24, to the Missouri S&T Miners visiting here on a beautiful day in Hillsdale. And we are going to step away for halftime. Sophia Pierce and Christian Peck-Dimmitt will see you again in the second half. Hello and welcome back to Frank Muddy Waters Stadium on the campus of Hillsdale College. We are just under three minutes away from the start of the third quarter of the second half here on campus. We have the Your Home Hillsdale Charger football team facing off against the visiting Missouri S&T Miners. And the current score, 17-24. Your home team is down by seven. And it looks like Luke Keller will likely not be returning for the rest of the game after colliding with the photographer on the sidelines, taking a hard hit, forcing him out of bounds. We now will have Jake Berger more than likely for the rest of the game. This is Christian Peckdemon alongside Sophia Pierce. Sophia, what do you think about that? You know, he had that first really good throw there. And then I think uh, being thrust in that position, we saw maybe a little bit of nerves get in the way. Um, you know, with the possibility of Keller and most likely um, the possibility that Keller's not returning uh, after halftime, you know, you gotta gotta wonder and think that the coaches probably had a talk with Berger and let him know, hey, this is this is you the rest of the game here. So settle into it. Uh, you can make plays. You've done it before. Um, get him going. He absolutely has done it before. Had a very solid game only uh, last week in his first start against Truman, where he actually threw north of 200 yards. He also had uh, two touchdowns thrown as well, two big touchdowns. And he's now obviously that one pass up the right side of the sideline to Tesla. Actually, that one pass topped all of Keller's passing yards for the game up until that point. 34 yards to Keller's 28 for the game. And Obviously, he's young. He's being forced into this position. Not a lot of experience. But if there's a guy to do it, I think it's Jake Berger. And I would agree with that. And while uh, Berger was, you know, outshining him there, Keller did account for uh, almost the majority, actually the majority of our rushing yards. Mm -hmm. So that is a tough hit to take uh, for the Chargers without having him 
there. And you're going to really have to look uh, and hope that Berger's arm can get him there, but um, look towards the others to make plays happen as well. You did. You do lose a lot of the impact that Keller had rushing. He had 49 of our 92 rush yards, and we're going to need that to come from somewhere else. Obviously, we are actually outrushing the Miners right now, 92 to 71 yards. Not something we thought would be a possibility going in, but obviously a lot of that falls on the shoulders of a player who is not going to be on the field the rest of this game. Yeah, and we're looking at, uh, in passing, the Miners out... Uh, going the Chargers by nearly double and so uh, maybe we'll see a flip here with uh, Keller being out and Berger in with those stats and we are now prepared we are all lined up for the kickoff we have Zach Gleese ready and we did not mention it actually but Josh Peroni our usual kick returner as well as punt returner will be out uh, it looks like the remainder of the game as well and it's Alec Foose our starting tailback deep to receive and my goodness Jack Robinson makes a tough catch on the return and leans forward for 29 yards it looked like Foose was going for the ball and it kind of sailed a little bit on him to the left and Robinson made a great catch to field it and up at the 29 solid starting field position for our young quarterback a tough catch there, but, you know, you got some yards gained. That's all you can ask for. It really is. And the young gunslinger wearing number six has got a uh, not a shooting sleeve, but a passing sleeve perhaps on that right arm. And he is in the gun looking very comfortable. Austin Williams to his right. Foos and Tesla to his left. We've seen Foos more in the slot than, oh, my goodness, is Berger going to run? He throws his shoulder in just like Keller. And he's going to pick up three yards himself. Not something we saw at all in the first half. And Berger taking an option to the left. Smooth. Not Looked a bad, good. I was going to say, not a bad run for the redshirt freshman there. No, obviously we saw, we see a lot of power options, a lot of runs from Keller. Not something we've seen from Berger so far, but he looked good doing it. In the gun again is Berger, Ty Williams, tight end, motions to the left, now back to the right of the formation. Rolling right is Berger, looking right, passing right. Williams makes an incredible catch, pulls it away from the DB, and picks up a Chargers first down, 12 yards. My goodness, he made that look incredible because it was. Yeah, you said it all. That was an incredible catch right over the defender. And all of a sudden, Chargers are marching. First down again. Play sheet on his left arm. Berger's reading from it. Huddle claps, leaves, and we've got... Now, Foose is actually lined up, not in the slot, but as a wide receiver all the way on the left side of the formation. There he goes, motioning to the right. The give to Hissom. Takes it up the left scene inside the guard. Throws a shoulder into a DB and picks up 15. An incredible run there. Usually, as we talked about, number 41, Yosef Hissom is a really good fullback for us. You know, short yardage situations, but he was great in the open field just now. We've seen a lot of Berger in the gun. We're going to see it again behind a jumbo package. Two receivers, Tesla and Williams, to his right. Takes the snap, gives... Robinson. Robinson finds a hole on the right side, cuts it back upfield, and picks up nine yards, maybe ten, looking right on the edge of a first down. We'll see where that spot is. They do give the Chargers a chain movement up, and all of a sudden, we are not only in Miners' territory, but inside their 40-yard line, right up at the 36. 
Just a string of really impressive runs here by the Chargers. And that's just exactly what we need for a Chargers offense that maybe perhaps doesn't have a direction with their starting quarterback out. Under center is Berger. Drops back. Gives to Robinson again. Robinson again puts his head down, carrying Miners on his back, and picks up nine yards. You know, this looks like a completely Chargers football team coming out from halftime. This is really great to see. A lot of electricity. It looks like a lot of energy. And after the homecoming uh, court was announced during halftime, it looks like a much smaller uh, Chargers student section. But it doesn't matter. They're, the team's creating energy itself. Berger, play action, looks to run himself. Off the right guard, now pushes his head down and looks like he's going to pick up the first down. He does, and we are now inside the 25-yard line, right on the edge of that red zone. As the announcer yells real loud, we do have a first down for the Chargers on the 23. Spread formation, Williams to the left, so is Foose, as well as another receiver, and Tesla to his right. He's looking, an option to Robinson, the pitch outside, down to the 15 to the 7-yard line. Again, we don't see the option run a whole lot with Berger, but he ran it real well right there. There is a flag on the field, and we are waiting on the call. The Chargers are walking back. That is the trouble with options to the outside is holding, especially for receivers, on the outside is, is going to be an issue, and we do get backed up. It is still at first down for Hillsdale, but we are now behind the sticks yet again. My goodness, all the way back at the 34. We went from inside the 10 to the 34-yard line, first and 17 now. Motion from Ty Williams again. Berger rolls left, design roll, slings it out to the... Oh, man, they're probably going to call DPI on that, I would hope, because it looks like that DB was holding up Austin Williams, who was trying to cut back inside and grab that ball. Flags fly. I believe there were three yellow markers on the field, and we're waiting on the call. Pass interference, defense number seven. Spot foul, on back first down. It is a defensive pass interference call against the Miners and gives the Chargers a first down. Spot foul gives it to them on the 14-yard line. It's going to be first and 10 just inside of the red zone. On the spot on the 15-yard line, first and 10. More jumbo package from the Chargers, who have, looks like, six offensive linemen and a couple tight ends. Only two receivers spread out wide, and we do have a stoppage, likely a timeout. No flags thrown. The refs do stop play. They're discussing with themselves, perhaps, a player as well. First down. Huh. Well, I think we already knew that. Um, just maybe our less football inclined fans needed to needed to know how to read the scoreboard. It is a first down, 
And motion from Ty Williams. Berger, play action. Inside, broken up. I wouldn't be surprised if they call DPI again. It does look like there's a flag. There is a flag. Oh, yeah. Tesla looks like he got held up. Trying to run a slant route inside. Very similar to the one he caught a touchdown to get the Chargers on the board in the first quarter. Officials still discussing. It looked like a pretty obvious holdup. He was holding the left arm of Isaac Tesla as he was trying to cut back inside to the middle of the field. Still no call, but they are moving the ball up in a bunch of defensive rotations, a jumbo package defensively now for the Miners perhaps getting ready for a goal and goal. Well, there you go. Defense set penalties decline. Pass interference, defense number three. Spot foul, first down. It is DPI and offsides, and penalties are giving the Chargers a big boost on this drive to open up the second half. Eye formation behind Berger, who is under center. No receivers spread out wide. Everybody in the box defensively for the Miners. The give to Logan. Won't get there. Thrown down after the play. Throw a flag on that. My goodness. Tough tackle there, but... You know what? It looked like he was pushed back. The play was stopped. Of course, forward momentum. And then it looked like the DB also threw him down after the play. A little surprise, of course. They broke up some chippiness in the first half after the play. I wouldn't be... I wasn't going to be surprised if they had called that one there. No flag, though, and again in the eye. Again, the give. This time, Robinson off the right guard, driving, pushing, right near the goal line. What's the call? Waiting on it. Just short. My goodness. The referees took their sweet time making that call, pulling people off the pile, and again, the eye formation. Again, Berger in the center. You wonder if he'll take it himself this time. He does. Pushes right into the end zone for a touchdown. Hillsdale Chargers. The call is official. Six points on the board for the Chargers. And all of a sudden, this is about to be a tie ball game. What an incredible turnaround for the Chargers from how they started the game to this moment now. For Berger to come in like this, of course, he started last game, but thrown in off the sidelines now and making incredible plays down the stretch. And here is Julian Lee ready to tack on one more. I believe that is free safety Joe Schneider with a great hold, nearly blocked. Julian Lee does get it off, ties the game, 24-24, 10 minutes and 7 remaining here in the third quarter. You know, you really got to be impressed with Berger at this point. What an opportunity to be thrown into a game like this, not expecting it, especially on homecoming. No, of course, and of course, it is a a big day for a lot of uh, Hillsdale College students, as I said. So many people in the stands. First half, waiting for the court. Not nearly as many now after the court was announced, likely tailgating just in the parking lot outside of the game, watching on TV. But all the same, less energy here in the stadium. But it doesn't matter. The Chargers seem to be making their own energy on that sideline. 
And it has to be really encouraging to see from uh, the team that they're just generating their own energy at this point, not even needing the crowd as much as you would think. Not only that, but you have starting receivers, starting offensive linemen, starting running backs that watch their, their leader go down injured and, of course, find out at halftime he's not going to be returning this game. And perhaps it just instills a little trust to know, obviously, Berger started before, but to see him actually play very well so far this game. There's the kickoff from Lee. Deep back go the Miners. Picks it up at the 10. Out to the 20. Stood up at the 21. Great coverage. Just made him hesitate a little bit and all of a sudden stopped in his tracks. And that's exactly what you want to see from the special team here. We've, we've mentioned it in the first half, especially that very first play of the game put the Chargers defense starting the game all the way down at the seven-yard line with a great kick return, and they've really shorted up since then, slowly getting better as the game goes on, goes on, and all of a sudden, a really good play from the Chargers, and it's just at the perfect time. Hertzler out here with the Miners ready for their first offensive drive of this second half. He's in the gun yet again. Looks long, throws long down the middle of the field. There's Mitchell, makes a grab over his shoulder. Thrown down, but not before a gain of about 50 yards. Just a great grab over his shoulder. That was actually, excuse me, number 13, Tate Nickelberry. A perfect dime from Hetzler and not what this Chargers defense needed right now. No, it was a beautiful throw. The Chargers defense really needs to toughen it out here. 27-yard line now with the first down. There goes Nickelberry in motion. The give to Moya off the left side, puts his shoulder into a DB, leans forward, and picks up about six on the play. Aaron Moya has really been doing a good job of just falling forward. Every time he gets stood up, it's just two or three more yards on the tackle. Somehow he seems to always be churning forward. He does stay in the backfield. Eye formation. Deep in the shotgun is Hetzler. He's got two receivers to his right, one to his left. Fakes the handoff. Looks over the middle. Won't get it off. The 33-yard line. And that's incredible. That's a stat we weren't seeing in the first half here. That's actually the first sack for uh, the Chargers and against uh, the Miners of this game. We talked about it during halftime. Though not on the air, we need more pressure on Hetzler. Three sacks given up in the first half by the Chargers. None from the Chargers' defense. And the very first of the game came at a perfect time. Third and 13. And if I am correct, the Miners actually have not picked up a first down on a third yet this game. Hetzler drops back, pressure underneath, and the throw is short, though a flag on the field late, perhaps roughing the passer. <coughs> the flag was thrown in the backfield, and Hetzler was slow to get up, though the the hit did look about in time just a step after that throw. I wonder if you maybe hit him too high, and that might be the issue. I know. It'll be interesting to see what the refs uh, say here. Personal foul. Roughing the passer. It is roughing the passer, and again, just 
in the nick of time, the Chargers find a way. And the Miners somehow ink out what was, you know, another stop for the Chargers' defense. And I wonder if they're not moving. Perhaps it's a redo play. I wonder why that is. There. Okay. I was going to say, uh, I am not a referee myself, but they were the, the referees were about to give the Miners a third down from the exact same spot. Instead, an automatic first down inside at the 15-yard line. That's just a killer penalty from the Chargers. Hetzler's got a spread offense. Two to his right, two to his left, and Moya in the backfield. Looks right, quick throw, outside, catch by Brown. Pushed out of bounds, but not before picking up the first down. Or I'd appreciate a call from the referee giving him just nine yards right now. That's exactly what they're going to do. I appreciate it, and it's going to be second and one. I'm sure the referees feel your appreciation there. They were really looking for it. I I hope so. I'll, I'll let them know after the game. Uh, Hetzler letting his offensive line know the protection. He's under center now. Moya, again, he's been that third down back all game long. Puts his head down and tripped up at the two, but he does pick up the first down. And it's first and goal to go at the three. The score is still 24 to 24. We are now down at seven minutes and 37 remaining in this third quarter. Chargers defense needs to step up right now. They've got an opportunity to give a very hot offense the ball back with a tie game a chance to take the lead for the first time since the first quarter Hetzler the give to Moya Moyer stood up what a great defensive play to stand him up at the two yard line and it's second down now Moya was definitely met with a brick wall there that was not moving did not let him through at all nothing doing at all and you wonder if they keep pounding it through that center they haven't had a ton of luck running the ball, of course, held to, I believe, only 71 yards in that first half. Not a whole lot more on the ground so far here in the third. From the gun, motion to the right side of the formation, fakes the give to Moya over the top, jump pass, touchdown, Miners. And that was the tight end who was in motion for the Miners and kind of sneaks through the formation. I believe it was Ryan Langford who made a very tough catch over the top, staring directly into the sun, and all of a sudden, lead again, and the Chargers need to bounce back. They need to answer right now. They can't dig themselves another hole. And, you know, it's, the stats are telling the story. They tried to rush there, and our rushing yards have been better than theirs, and then their passing has been two times ours. And it's, the stories are in the stats. The air attack has been doing exactly what Sophia said, killing us a little bit. And it is, I think, fitting that six more were tacked on through the air. And now the char- it's left to the Chargers, and it's left to startup quarterback Jake Berger, who has a great mentality so far. It seems like he's really been slinging it around. And 
touchdown on the first drive of the sec- first half, the second half rather, I'd love to see it again. You're right, exactly right. And, you know, we saw a little bit of timidness towards the end of the, the first half there for Berger, but we haven't been seeing that uh, so far in the second half here. And he needs to keep chugging along exactly like that, especially with Luke Keller out uh, for the rest of the game, hopefully not for the season, but we'll see. It might be up to Berger from here on out. Absolutely, and if it is, hopefully not, of course, we, we'd love to see kind of a tone setter for the rest of the season, to see him kind of build a little bit of that confidence going down the stretch. Gleese, after adding one more point on post-touchdown, is now kicking off. Robinson fields a short kick again, this time at the 13, off the right and down to the 27-yard line. That's the second time in a row that it's been rather a short kick on that right side. And it seems to not really be working for the Miners, who now have twice given up more than 25 yards. Of course, a touchback is kind of the given, and you get that out at the 25, the 29, and now the 27, Chargers starting field position. Yep, and it's been a tough catch both times, but a catch nonetheless, and we've gained some yards. So uh, if it's working for us, I say keep doing it. I'm, I'm not complaining either. Berger in the gun, Tesla left, Williams right. A power option again, and here goes, oh my, he ran over a linebacker and picks up seven. My goodness, looking like Luke Keller himself, and just ran over a defender, my goodness. And that's incredible, no fear at all, right into him. That's exactly what you want to see from Berger. You know, we, we talk a lot in sports about kind of You can't really teach mentality. A shooter's mentality, the gunslinger mentality, it's like that. It's something Keller has. It's something Berger has where you got to just, you know, grit it out. Throw your shoulder into somebody if you need that extra yard. Harding now in at tight end. He motions. Again, the run with Berger. Again, he picks up the first down, and again, he throws himself into a defender, this time taking a pretty hard hit. A linebacker kind of landed on top of him. Oh, no. He's slow to get up now, too. If you're the Chargers, that is the last thing you oh, want to see. First goodness. color, Berger is still down. Laying on his back on the field immediately, all the Chargers surrounding him made sure to wave their hands in the air, alert the training staff who are now standing over Berger, who has yet to get up still. Oh, no. This is the last thing you wanted. Keller praying for him, injured still in the locker room we do not want to have to pray for oh perhaps his shoulder is out of the socket it looks like they're about to try to pop it back in you don't need to reread it my goodness claps all around in the stadium as Berger very slow to get up he's got his helmet off his head and he looks like that right shoulder, the throwing arm, of course, in a lot of pain. That linebacker really just landed directly on top of him. That is the last thing you want to see. Yep, and you see a trainer walking off with him. Uh, she had her arm on his shoulder, it looks like, trying to support him there. Hopefully he's okay. And it is number 17, Garrett Eason, I believe, who is now in the game for the Chargers. I could be mistaken here. I don't think he's yet to take a snap, certainly not this season. Rolls right, looks to pass immediately. There's Williams. 
My goodness. No fear at all. And there goes Garrett. No fear from any Chargers quarterback so far this game. And it's going to be, I believe, just short of the first down. Oh, flags down as well. Seems to be a trend this game. Looks like holding. Not sure against who so far. Against the defense, it looks like. We'll wait on the call. Holding defense number 28. That is the call. An auto first down after a great catch from Austin Williams. Defensive holding. And the Chargers now down 7, 24-31. A little more than halfway through the third quarter. They're looking to answer a touchdown drive from the Miners. An incredible begin to Garrett Garrett Eisen uh, coming into this game. Third quarterback so far. You never want to see, want to have to go through two quarterbacks. You never want to see more than one on the field for a team, of course, implying you know going down with injury. But they're doing their jobs real well. Take a snap this time to give to Jake Robinson, who tries the left end and won't find much, maybe a yard. Second down and nine now for the Chargers. Just inside of Miners territory sits the line of scrimmage at the 46 now. It is going to be a gain of one. Second and nine. We're at four minutes, 35, 34, 33 remaining here in the third quarter. Tesla to Eason's left. Williams to his right. And there is Robinson, Jack Robinson, that is in the backfield with him. Again from the gun motion from Tesla. Fakes the give, now rolls right. Eason looks right, throws right, finds Williams again at the 36. The 31, rather, in a great play. No fear from Eason at all. A great find by Eason and a great catch, too. That is back-to-back catches for Austin Williams, who is tied for the lead with Isaac Tesla for most receiving touchdowns on the team. And Ison has absolutely no fear. Again, Williams right. Again, Tesla left. And again, from the gun, jumbo package. Robinson gets the handoff, tries the left end, can't find much. They've stuffed the run game pretty well here in this drive. And perhaps it's to the air again, and perhaps it's again on Eason's arm to go and get some yards. It'll be interesting to see what they do here. You know, we know Keller can uh, run the ball pretty well. We saw Berger had a few good throws, and so we thought maybe he would go there. Uh, it's kind of a toss-up right now with what Ison will do. We, you know, haven't seen much of him to really gauge like what his offensive play is here. This is very true. We really don't know a lot about this guy. Perhaps he'll try to throw his shoulder into some linebackers just like Berger. Gets the snap again to Robinson, tries the right end. Nothing doing again. This time goes for a loss. I want to say a loss of four. It is, and it's going to be a long third down behind the sticks. The official spot, whoa, my goodness, third and 17. They're going to spot him way back at the 40-yard line. And Eason is in an obvious passing down now. He's got three to his left. And he's going to need to make a play yet again. Tim Boyd, Alex Foose, and Isaac Tesla to his left. Harding to his right. 
looking deep down the middle in DPI. That's an easy call. I can make it from up here. Tim Boyd was held up trying to run a post down the middle of the field. And we're going to pick up, hopefully, an auto first down. We wait on the call now. But he, defense number 22. Spot foul, automatic first down. Automatic first down for the Chargers. And again, just what they needed at just the right time. All of a sudden, they're sitting on the cusp of the Miners' red zone. And they need points right now, of course, relying on their third-string quarterback. A great break for the Chargers. Now it's time to see what Ison's made of. Two to his left, two to his right. Logan in the backfield with him. Ison from the gun. A high snap takes it himself. There's that power option. We love the Chargers quarterbacks running. He's going to pick up about a yard. Not much more. Of course, I don't think he's the runner Keller is. I don't think he's the runner Berger is. But the, the trust in Otterbein, the trust in that his team has in him to run those kind of plays, obviously his very first drive on the field, it says a lot about him. I would have to agree. And on that last one, it looked like he was a little indecisive of what exactly he was going to do when he started running. But um, gained a couple yards nonetheless and hope to see more from him. In the gun again, motion on the left side of the formation. Fakes the give, looks right, throws right. Tesla has, I believe, a first down. Just short, actually. It's going to be about a yard short, so third and one. Third down and two, of course, um, just to spite me. And Tesla made a great catch along the right side. I think the Otter is really trying to just call what he knows Ison is comfortable with. We've seen a lot of him rolling right. We've seen a lot of him throwing to out routes on that right side of the field. Spread formation again. He's got Foose and Williams to his left. Tesla to his right. Jumped off sides. Fumbled snap. Ison's going to have to run it himself. And that is real interesting what happened. So a DB jumped off sides in the center knowing that. Snapped it himself to try to get a free playoff. Ison was not expecting it at all. Hit his hands and fell to the ground. Of course, we still get the, fr- the five yards. We still get the first down. But that could have been a lot worse. Could have ended in a big hit like that when you're, when you're looking down to try to pick up the ball. Someone running free through could hit you, but works works in the Chargers' favor. It works, and you know, I think at this at this point, it's just nerves. As you know, the third-string quarterback, you're not really expecting to come in. No, of and so. Not. Um, looking to see him settle into his role here as uh, we're about to hit the fourth quarter. Fakes the give, now throws right again. This one just a little long. Another flag flies. Tesla seems to think it's DPI again. Tough angle from up here. The receiver and DB seem to be right on top of each other. Clock stops at 42 seconds remaining in the third quarter. Pass interference. Defense number one. Pass interference again. And it has really been killing them, not just penalties, but specifically defensive pass interference. It's going to be spotted at the 10-yard line. It is a spot foul. Automatic first down. I was going to say, you see some frustration from the Miners, but you can't argue the call if uh, you're caught red-handed. 
Eisen takes it on the right side himself, slips a tackle down at the one-yard line for a moment. I thought he was going to be able to stretch out. Good, he didn't probably. Uh, doesn't want to put that ball at risk, but we are down at the one, second down, and goal, and right just a couple of feet from that end zone. An incredible run from Eisen. No indecisiveness there. He looked like he knew what he was doing. Maybe he's settling into his role a little bit more as time goes on. I think you said that perfectly. That first run, there was a little bit of decisiveness. Nothing there. He just put his head down and made a good move. Looks like he might take it himself. Eisen, the eye, he does. Does he get enough push? The referees coming from the sidelines. They're pulling people off the pile. The initial call is just short. It is going to stay that way. Third down now in just inside of a foot or so more. That is the end of the third quarter. We're going to step away for just a moment here. This has been Sophia Pierce and Christian Peck Dimmitt. The Your Hillsdale Chargers leading the Missouri S&T Miners 31-24. Hello, I'm Cole, a marketing major at Hillsdale College. Here is Hillsdale President Dr. Larry Arn on the definition of true freedom. The Declaration of Independence is more than a bold letter to a British king written by upstart colonists, although it very much is that. The Declaration explains the promise of America, that all men and women are born equal in their possession of natural rights, and that the proper exercise of these rights can lead to a full and deeply satisfying life. Just as the Declaration explains America's promise, the Constitution upholds that promise. Its purpose is to protect the rights of all of us, our natural rights. This establishes the possibility, not the guarantee, that we can have a good life. This is true freedom. This Constitution Minute was brought to you by Hillsdale College. And we are back on the campus of Hillsdale College in Frank Muddy Waters Stadium during Hillsdale's homecoming game. The Hillsdale Chargers are currently down 24-31 to 31 to the Missouri S&T Miners, but they are knocking on the door just inside of that one-yard line. This is Sophia Pierce and Christian Peck Dimmitt calling the game for you today. Chargers are on their third-string quarterback, Garrett Eisen, who is now under center. He's got an eye formation behind him. Jack Keller, Jack Robinson, rather, the deep back, who takes it and walks in untouched, standing up to the end zone. And there is six more at just the right time. We open up the fourth quarter with a score from the Chargers, 30-31, to 31, waiting on the extra point. An incredible run. You couldn't ask for things to go better for the Chargers there. Great seal blocking on the outside from that Chargers offensive line. And questionable to start the game. A couple of batted passes on the first two drives. But they've really shored up since then. Here's Julian Lee. Pulled by Joe Snyder is good. And so is the extra point. We are knotted up at 31 here in Frank Muddy Waters Stadium. There are 14 minutes and 57 seconds remaining in this game. Both teams have all three timeouts. And this might be looking like a real good game right now. Yeah, and you know what? We talked about this even. The Chargers, you know, 
get super tough here when the fourth quarter comes, when it almost seems like it's a little too late. We luckily have not, even with injuries, seen that at all this game. They've been fighting tooth and nail ever since the disastrous start. And you know what? They've really pulled themselves together and made it a great football game. Couldn't have said it better myself. And I'll tell you what, an interesting stat here. The Chargers are actually leading in time of possession by almost a full 12 minutes. That's 28 minutes to 16, just north of 16 for the Miners. And part of that is the Miners have struck quick, struck often, but part of it is the Chargers have controlled the ball really well. Here is Lee to kick off. This time, deep back, we saw a couple squib squib kicks from him earlier. This one looks like a real kick. And it is an excellent boot. A low-hanging one, caught at the 10, up to the 30, makes a cut, up to the 35. The ball comes out late, but rolls out of bounds to the chagrin of the Chargers, who right on that sideline, about six feet maybe from the entire Chargers team, that ball popped out and just snuck over the end line before anyone could grab it. You could actually hear the collective gas from the crowd as uh, they saw the ball get ripped free, but unfortunately went out of bounds. I, I jumped up a little bit myself. I'm not going to, you know, blame the crowd for getting on their feet as well. That is, could have been a game-changing play right there. My goodness. <clears throat> Hertzler, we haven't seen him in quite a while because we just haven't seen this offense in quite a while. Give to Moya, who puts his head down and picks up about, let's say, three yards. That was Peyton McAllister, actually, rather. We have not seen McAllister much since the first quarter. He is listed as their starting tailback. He started the game as their starting tailback. But just about outside of that first and second drive, not seeing a whole lot of touches. He is in the backfield again. Three receivers to Hertzler's left, one to his right. McAllister in the backfield drops back to pass and swallowed up in the backfield. A sack, the second of the game for the Hillsdale Chargers. And that is just incredible from going from no sacks in the first half to two already. That is just a good look for the Chargers and exactly what we need. Uh has not seen hardly any pressure and with that it makes it extremely tough. And you see it Pressure again! Oh, a tough hit, and Hertzler very slow to get up, delivering an incredible blow. John Pearson from his linebacker spot stood up Hertzler right as he was trying to make a pass. Chargers getting loud now. A three and out was just what they needed. That pressure on Hertzler is a game changer for them. It really is. It hurries up. It hurries up that offense that was killing us through the air. Chase Cole, back to punt, catches it on a hop and blocked! A blocked punt recovered by the Chargers down inside the 15-yard line! What a play! Now this stadium is rocking! You can just feel the energy erupts, not only from the fans, but from the football team. That was just an incredible play. You can see our defense now putting their hands down towards the turf, calm down a little bit. They're saying, dude, we got the ball now, but let's go get that lead. We have not had a lead since the first quarter of this game, but in prime position to pick one up right now. 
We've said it a whole lot in this game, but it is our third-string quarterback, Garrett Eason, Eason rather, in the backfield. And I believe that's going to be a timeout. Missouri takes a timeout, tied 31-31, 13-50 remaining in the fourth quarter. Sophia Pierce and Christian Peck Dimmitt are going to step away for just a moment. I'm Corinne, a student at Hillsdale College. Here is president of Hillsdale College, Dr. Larry Arn, on the threat of bureaucratic despotism. One of the chief sponsors of the Dodd-Frank finance reform bill called that legislation, quote, about as important as it gets because it deals with every single aspect of our lives, end quote. And how does this legislation deal with every aspect of our lives? In the most unconstitutional way, it sets up a board called the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, which has the power to regulate our economic transactions independently of both the president and Congress. In other words, permanent government employees are placed in charge of us beyond the control of those we elect, the control of we the people. This is a violation of the representative form of government without which there can be no constitutional government. This Constitution Minute was brought to you by Hillsdale College. To receive a free pocket constitution and declaration, go to constitutionminute.com. We are back in Frank Muddy Waters Stadium, and if you can't hear it from the crowd, I don't know what you're hearing because the Chargers have their very first lead since the first quarter. Julian Lee's about to tack on another one. Michael Harding made a great catch up the seam from Garrett Eisen and the Chargers are in the lead. Julian Lee, the kick, up and good. Joe Schneider, the holder, as well as our free safeties, hyping up that crowd, and the crowd is responding with some cheering, some cowbells, and the Chargers have a seven-point lead. You can feel the energy in the stadium now. This team is pumped up. And just at the, at the right time, I thought we were getting the game to slip away from us a little bit there, especially in that first quarter, start of the second quarter. 21 straight points from Missouri S&T, but we're responding at just the right time early in the fourth. Chargers, our first lead again since the very first points of this game. You see the coach taking a little extra time with his team here to chat with them, uh, probably telling them that you know, energy's great, but keep your focus. I think that's exactly right. And it's interesting. They might be talking about the way they're going to kick this ball again. We've seen a very interesting variety of kicks, depending on how well the coverage has been doing recently. And Julian Lee is going to take his full steps back. Interesting. It's going to be another deep kick, more than likely. remaining in the fourth quarter and of course in the game there is a great end over end deep boot received at the 5 running it up to the 10 15 20 cuts right 25 27 and there is a flag flying we've got yellow on the field and the referees pulling some guys away looks like some miners had some things to say over on the uh, the charger sideline that's where their returner did get pushed out of bounds Waiting on the call here. And just what the Chargers need again. Momentum seems to be a full freight train in the Chargers' direction, and it's not stopping. Holding on the return team, of course, the Miners. 
Looks like the ball is going to be spotted at just the 12-yard line. More great field position for this Chargers defense. We saw a three and out last time. For those of you that don't remember, we saw a blocked punt recovered by the Chargers. I, I'd appreciate that again. Hetzler from the gun now. A low snap. Fielding he takes off himself, puts his head down, and picks it up. And that is a great run from the Missouri quarterback. And it's actually not Hetzler. It's also not Brennan Sims, who is their other quarterback listed on the roster. You wonder who it is. It's likely Max Coneyard who gives a handoff to Moya, who won't pick up anything. That is a very interesting switch. Hertzler was certainly not playing too bad, but he did take a rough hit, was very slow to get up uh, on the last drive, and all of a sudden not on the field anymore. Their backup also not in the game. Max Connard from the gun. He's got Moya to his right, two receivers right, and one left. Takes the snap, handoff stood up in the backfield yet again. More great defense from the Chargers. It's going to be third and long. And that's what we've been missing so far. The defense has really just stepped it up, especially in this quarter with the sack and now with that stop. Another pass play looking real long over the right sideline. Too short for Mitchell, who's not going to be able to get back to that. Breon Mitchell just short falls the pass and just short falls that drive. Fourth and 11, and here comes the punt team for the Miners. And we now do have the punt squad out here for the Miners. And it is Foose deep back. He's got his heels on that 29-yard line. That is right where he receives it, and he's going to take it off the left end. A little juke move up past the 30. Cuts back 35-40. Falls down just at the 45, but a trend in this game seems to be continuing. Flags on the field. The call looks to be holding, though we're not sure who is on yet. Usually on returns like that with the cutback, which is right when the flag was thrown, it's going to be on the return team. It is going to be just that. We now have 11.59 remaining here in this game. The Chargers not only have the lead, 38-31, but also have the ball. The ball will be spotted just short of that 27-yard line. Foos and Tesla out to the right of Ison. Tesla actually in the slot. Williams to the left. Here comes Foos in motion. The give to Robinson. A little fake end around, but it is Robinson who gets that ball. Pushes the pile forward for just about a yard. And we've seen that now, I think, I think two or three times where Foos is lined up as a wide out all the way outside the numbers and then comes in motion. Interesting, obviously, he's a running back, but they would even line him up out there. Oh, 
It is now Tesla and Williams to the outside. Ice into the gun. In the gun, Robinson to his right. Harding in motion on the left side of the formation. Fakes the give. Rolls right. Throws right. There's Harding. Throws his head down and picks up about four yards. We're going to have fourth and about six, depending on the spot. Third and about six, rather. My apologies. It is going to be exactly that. My spots haven't quite been on this game, but that one was just that. A big third down here for the Chargers. Tim Boyd Williams lined up on the left side of Ison. Takes the snap. Looks long, throws deep over the middle. There's Foose, who picks up 15 yards, still fighting with two minors. And he's going to be inside the 40, just short of the 45, and picks up that first down. Ison, calm, cool, collected in the pocket, and makes another great throw. A great find to Alec Foose. And you know what? For third string, he's doing really great in this game now. It is just what the Chargers needed. You you really wondered when Berger came out there if he was going to step up. He did. You really wondered if Eisen was going to. He did just the same thing. The the Chargers, as most teams do, preach that next man up mentality, and it really seems to be working out for them. Two left, two right, and again in the gun with Robinson to Eisen's left. Takes the snap, tries an option. Nothing doing at all. Might have even lost a couple yards there is Eisen. He is going to lose, I believe, about a yard. Spot back actually lost two yards. The referee picked up the ball and moved it back. And again, behind the sticks on second down. But again, let's hope that they can make a big play. We're now ticking down under 10 minutes remaining in the game. Tim Boyd in the slot to his left, Foose the slot to his right, wideouts both sides, Tesla right, Williams left. Takes the snap, looks over the middle, a dart down the center, and too high for Alec Foose, unable to reel it in, and now we've got third and a long way to go. Yeah, Foose was pretty decently covered on that play there. Wasn't wasn't much of an option. Not not too mad, I think, that it, it airmailed a little on him because you really would have been throwing into some dangerous coverage had it been an accurate pass. Now Foose again lined up in the slot to the left. Williams in the slot to the right. Tesla wide out to his left. Robinson in the gun on the right. Here comes Foose in motion, right side of the formation. An option on third and 11. There goes Ison. He picks up about six. Not a call I would have made from up here, but there, for many reasons, I am not our head coach. And we are going to be well short of that first down, about a full five yards, and on comes Jack Shannon to punt this one away. Looks like Cameron Clemens is in there, as he has been most of this game, to return Shannon's punt. Over to the left side. It falls short and rolls. Takes a big charger. Bounce down to the 10. Rolls out right around that 9-yard line. They are going to spot it up at the 11. My goodness. Well, my, my spots really have been on point today. Uh, but it is, nonetheless, great field position for the Miners. 
And the Chargers, again, oh my goodness, a flag on the field way back at the 50-yard line. And that is really a trend in this game so far. It's incredible how many have been thrown. Holding on the return team, and not too mad at that call at all. It is going to be a full five yards back. And down just inside, just outside, rather, of that five-yard line. And again, incredible field position for this Chargers defense. That has really stepped up in the second half. I believe that's Max Conrad again under the center. He fakes the give. Now rolls left under pressure. Nearly tripped up, but gets out of it. Ooh, a shoelace tackle. Just couldn't get him. He picks up seven on the roll to the left. And that's not, you didn't see that much from uh, Hetzler there when he was in, and we're seeing it a lot more now with this quarterback, but uh, kind of a different ballgame out there for with the Miners with this new quarterback. Absolutely. You wonder if he made the change after Hetzler took that big hit, but he did get up, walk off under his own power. There's Conrad this time. A handoff to Moya, who does pick up the first down, puts his head down right through the center of that line. You know, Max Conrad, not even listed on the depth chart we have here. We had to find him, you know, kind of deep in our packets here. A little interesting that he's even on the field right now. I would definitely have to agree, but this game has been anything but conventional so far, so I guess I have to say I'm not too surprised. And more great Charger defense. Moya stood up again. And there is Alex Anschultz, our hybrid linebacker, flexing, getting this crowd going, getting the sideline going, because we've got another second down behind the sticks. Two receivers oddly bunched to the left, right on top of each other. One to the right, Moya in the gun to Conrad's right there. That makes a lot more sense. Some motion from the left side to the right. Now two on his right. Fakes the give, rolls right a whole bunch of pressure, gets away. Still looking downfield, keeps his eyes up, destroyed. Oh my goodness. He did make the catch, but what a hit from Joe Schneider. A great, great tackle led with his shoulder, no helmet at all, and just laid him out. Oh, there's a flag. Ineligible receiver downfield. It's going to take away the first down and put the Miners all the way back close to their own end zone. Penalties have been crushing this team. It has been incredible how many have been called. And, you know, I'm not sure about the Miners, but I did overhear the Chargers themselves had six called on them so far in this game. That is just an incredible amount. It's it's not what you want. I'm sure their coach is furious. It, it'll be a tough film session for them. They had nine called against them going into this fourth quarter, and there's been at least three here in the fourth. Here's Conrad from the gun, drops back. Looking over the center, destroyed again in the backfield. More great pressure up the middle from the Chargers, and a sack forces a long third down here for the Miners. And that is the second sack by Nate Chambers in this half. That is just incredible to see from him. 
It really is. From a D tackle spot, to be picking up sacks like that, incredible. And look at this, third and 22 for the Miners. Chargers getting hyped, music getting hyped, and we are ready for another stop. He's got two running backs in the backfield with him. Fakes the give to both. More pressure. Steps up. Now he looks to run. Going to be nowhere close. And another great stop. Joe Schneider is getting very excited coming to the sideline. Getting his teammates into it. High five and special teams players as they come onto the field. And the Chargers are going to get this ball back. You just continue to see incredible energy from the defensive line coming off, especially with this game. Five minutes left, still a Charger lead, 38-31. There is the snap, nearly blocked again. Does get it off, takes a bounce at the 45. Foose fields it off the bounce, takes it to the left. Looking around for a hole, can't find one. Good special teams coverage. Still pushing, still fighting, and down at the 50. He picked up a full five yards with two miners on top of him. And that's just incredible strength shown from Alec Foos there. My goodness, and what a crazy play. Almost two chargers were just inches away from blocking a punt for the second time in this half. That would have been great, but Foos gave the, the crowd, you know, energy all on his own. Four minutes, 53 remaining here for the Chargers. 38, 31 is the score. The Chargers have the lead and the ball. The ball will be spotted just inside of Myers' territory at the 49. Tight formation here for the Chargers. All but Tesla lined up inside the box. Ty Williams motions to the right. Now there's a bunch of three on the right side of the formation. The give to Hissom. Hissom off the right guard picks up two before he is dragged down. More flags down. A flag down in the backfield for the Chargers. Usually that means offensive holding, but here's hoping. Holding offense number 69. The crowd doesn't exactly agree with that call. I'm sure they were watching our offensive line very closely. And 10 yards back, takes away a two-yard gain and it is going to be second and nice and long from the spot of that foul. More ground for Eisen to make up. As the Chargers get lined up, we've got Tesla to Eisen's left. Another, the same exact formation they ran before. This time, Hissom on Ison's right instead of his left. Ty Williams motions. This time stays on the left side of the formation. Ison gets the snap and looks to run it himself off the right side. Won't get very much at all again. 
and it's going to be second and long, second and about 20 yards. Maybe they lost a couple. I think he got right back to the line of scrimmage. I think you're right, and, you know, Ison didn't have much to do there uh, with the football. No, it's tough. I, Ison has played very well this game. And we are, we are calling from the announcer's booth for more cowbell, and, you know, I'd, I'd like to hear a little more cowbell as well. Of course, we haven't heard nearly enough. Williams and Tesla to his left. Jack Robinson in the backfield with Isom. The give is to Robinson. Robinson off the left side, finds a hole, puts it out to the 50, 45, 40, pushes over defender, dragged out at the 35, a first down, and a 25-yard gain from Jack Robinson. That was an incredible run. Great blocking and a great move to cut it to the outside by Jack Robinson. And from there, it was just a foot race. He outran everyone and picked up a very long second down. It was a great run, but you see uh, Isaac Tesla as he was coming back in telling everybody to calm down a little bit. We're used to this. Uh, We've been here before. Now let's go score. It is three minutes. We're now down just under three remaining in the game. Williams again motion, stays on the right side of the formation. The give again to Robinson, and it's clock burning time. He does just that. Pushes forward seven yards, eight yards, falls forward for nine. With the lead, and not one we've had for a very long time, but the lead now seven points. We're in deep in Miners' territory, it does become burn the clock time. The clock is very much a factor. Now now under two minutes, 30 remaining. Tesla to the left, Williams to the right. Williams, uh, Ty Williams, that is, lined up on the right side of the formation as a tight end. Robinson again, the back, uh, they're running back. Again, he gets the snap, this time right up the center, lowers his shoulder, picks up a first down at the 21. Incredible play from Jack Robinson as he starts throwing salt on this lead. You just see an increase of rush yards from everybody else. You know, Keller really held it up in the first half, and with him gone, you've seen so many other people pick up the slack. And we do have a timeout from Missouri S&T that we're going to have to take one eventually, and we are going to step away for just a moment. Looks like we are staying here for the timeout again. Uh, Interesting. They actually charged a timeout for Missouri S&T, and yet the clock is exactly at two minutes, which would mean that this likely used a two-minute warning as well. You'll wonder if they got it off at 2.01 and it's just a clock operator issue. But if they they essentially waste a timeout, that would be just perfect for the Chargers as the Miners have just one remaining. Chargers now with a first down on the 21, knocking on the red zone. Ison's in the backfield, Robinson to his right, three receivers also on the right side of that formation. The give again to Robinson, who just keeps toting that backfield, takes the ball, pushes forward, dives forward. First down again for the Chargers inside the 10-yard line. Robinson does not just want that first down. He doesn't want to let the clock run. He wants to go touch that end zone again. Uh, 
And Ison again in the gun. And this time, Logan Van Eckervoort will be deep behind Ison, who is under center. Just one receiver, Williams, on the play. Spread out right. <coughs> the give to Logan. Logan on the left side. No gain on the play. And I believe that there it is. It's going to be a timeout from the Miners at 119 remaining. The Chargers maintain that lead 38 31. We're going to step away for just a moment. Hi, I'm Hadley, a student at Hillsdale College. Here is President of Hillsdale College, Dr. Larry Arn, on the great principle of equality set forth by the Declaration of Independence. The great Abraham Lincoln described the Constitution as a picture or frame of silver built to guard or protect an apple of gold. This apple of gold was the Declaration of Independence and its principle of equal rights for all. This principle of equal rights, Lincoln said, clears the path for all, gives hope to all, and by consequence, enterprise and industry to all. There are many today who seek to limit or distort this great principle by employing a distorted definition of equality, an equality of condition or outcome, regardless how people live their lives. This distortion, if generally accepted, will lead to an America less prosperous and less free. This Constitution Minute was brought to you by Hillsdale College. To receive a free pocket constitution and declaration, go to constitutionminute.com. back in Frank Muddy Waters Stadium. Sophia Pierce and Christian Peck Dimmitt as the final touches are being put on a Hillsdale Chargers homecoming win. The lead 38-31 in victory formation is in order for the Chargers here as just 52-51 now under 50 seconds remaining in the game. We're down to our third string quarterback and he is there to kneel the ball out. And if you're the Chargers, you have to just be ecstatic with how uh, first Berger stepped up to the plate and then how Ison now has done the same. A second knee of the ball, and that is going to be the very last play of the game. Under 30 seconds tick off, and it is all just icing on the cake. Players have their helmets off, they're pounding their chests, and the Hillsdale Chargers have their very first win of the season. This is really uplifting to see, especially as I believe next week we go into GMAC play. We do, and conference play is tough. The GMAC is a tough conference, but it's one the Chargers can take the lead of if they play like they played today. Exactly, especially in this second half. You saw some great things, really amazing things from the defense out there. We officially have zeros on the clock. The final score, 38 points for your homecoming home team, Hillsdale Chargers. And the Missouri S&T Miners sit just shy at 31 points. Players and coaches are meeting at center field. Dr. Jennings' dog, Lucas, is very happy to be out there as well in his jersey for the game. And we have... A, a win here, the very first of the season for the Hillsdale Chargers. It took three quarterbacks to do it, but we are one and three. This is Sophia Pierce and Christian Peck Dimmitt signing off for the day. You've been listening to Hillsdale Chargers Sports on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Now back to our regular programming already in progress.